like diamonds, I like stunning, I like shining, I like million dollar deals. Where's my pen? Bitch, I'm signing. I like those Balenciagas, the ones that look like socks. I like going to the Tula, I put rocks all in my watch. I like sexes from my exes when they want a second chance. I like proving niggas wrong. I do what they say I can't. They call me Cardi, Cardi, banging body, spicy mommy, hot tamale, hotter than a Somali, fur, Hop off the stool, jump in the coop Big dip on top of the roof Flexing on bitches as hard as I can Eating halal, driving a lamb So that bitch, I'm sorry though Got my coins like Mario Yeah, they call me Cardi B I run this shit like Cardi And welcome to just another Irrational Atlanta United podcast Woo-hoo! For the people by, well, two other people. Yep. I'm Jay Riddle. I am Kelly Francis. And we are unrelegated, and we are at the official Atlanta United mural dedication slash Philadelphia uh, versus Atlanta watch party with yes. the faction. It's almost like a homecoming. Yes. It's almost like that you, you went on another date with the guy that you went to prom with. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, and absolutely. Like you lost I mean, I, your, I'm familiar with that. What you lost there, <laughs> and you come back for more. <laughs> and this is an official Hanukkah bar. Starting it off right. <laughs> official, official Hanukkah bar. So we've got uh, the, the Hanukkah ladies and, um, uh, well, there might be a gentleman around here. I don't fries. know. Um, uh, dishing out um, complimentary Hanukkah beers. And, and waffle fries. Those are not complimentary, but yes, there are um, waffle, waffle fries, fries here. Thank you. You're uh, welcome. <laughs> and we've got two uh, special guests with us uh, today. Um, we have uh, Akil and Kevin. Welcome. Hi, Jay. What's going on? Hi, hey Kelly. Guys. How are you guys doing today? Uh, Such awesome. handsome gentlemen. Aw, thank, thank you, Kelly. You make this a lot easier for me. Thank you. <laughs> with a pickle and waffle fry in your hand. What can I say? I mean, guys, you can't stop me from putting the pickle in my mouth. It's just not going to happen. Uh, it's already so much uh, you've never, You've never been on the podcast before, have you? That's right. Welcome, no. welcome but I've to listened, the show. I've listened many times. As well, there. So you, sh- you know what to expect, then. You can't yes. pretend um, you didn't know what to expect. As Domer yeah. gave me the tank top that says, welcome to the shit show, this is it live. This is it. This and is I'm wearing my Domer um, shirt I didn't wear right mine now. today. I should have. Uh, I should have. It's so hot. Which is sleeves are bullshit. So... Which I agree with that statement. Uh-huh. Hence why I'm wearing you. it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, we just finished up. We wrapped up a World Cup day. Um, we have, uh, well, we had two matches today. Oh, my God. Did we have two matches? We England. I mean, England. <laughs> I got to say, though, for as far as a spectator, this World Cup has been insane, right? So, I almost go into every match. Versus a player, which Kelly is usually playing in these, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's so weird for me to not be on the pitch. Um, Tell us what it's like being a spectator, though. Oh, yeah. As a spectator, it's been insane. Um, and I almost expect that every match now is going to have some unpredictable uh, storyline. And, and England, honestly, the England-Sweden game was very predictable. There was nothing really surprising about that one. boring. Exactly. Until, until England opened it up with a goal, and then yeah. Sweden had to come out of their shell a little bit. A um, little, but not yeah. a lot. Um, and then much had, I mean, I didn't look at the stats, uh, but it felt like England had like 90% possession. Oh, most likely, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was a, no offense to all of our England homers, which I know we've got a, a few, but it was a little bit of a snooze fest, in my opinion. It wasn't England's fault. They were trying. It no, was totally yeah. Sweden. Yeah. What, uh, what do you guys, did you guys watch uh, any of the matches today? I did. I watched uh, most of the England game and half of the Croatia-Russia game. The Croatia-Russia game. Let's. Wow. Wow. That was crazy. Yeah. 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 I, I did not watch the England-Sweden game. Okay. Uh, well, I watched the beginning of it, and then I had to get in my car. 
That yes, that's right because, because you, you live so here. far south. Spartanburg, correct? north, north, Spartanburg, oh. South Carolina. Spartanburg. Oh, oh, oh. That's I okay. was completely inaccurate on on locations. Well, if you weren't so busy spectating, maybe you would follow these things, <laughs> Kelly. You know, if you were. It's it's so hard being a spectator. It, it is. It is. So. Uh, that uh, we had yet another Russia game go to penalty kicks. Yeah. Um, uh, I can't remember. Did Croatia go to penalties? Yes, against? they did. So uh, that, Denmark. Yeah. So the, yeah. <laughs> these poor guys. <laughs> this is the second uh, penalty game. I mean, I feel like they them. need to have like a, an extra day of therapy session after <laughs> after all those man. penalty kicks. Jesus. At this point, people, if your team is not practicing penalty kicks out of the World Cup, <laughs> you're doing something wrong. Yeah, you're, you're not doing something right. I heard that Southgate. Because he's so paranoid, because he uh, had when he was pl- a player in, in the he World Cup, one. he missed one, yeah. and so he had his players religiously Practice. practicing. Which there's two philosophies about that, right? I mean, there's like, well, if you do it too much, it's too rehearsed. Uh, some coaches don't don't want to do PK too much PK rehearsal. Yeah. They let people do it on their own time. Like, what coach would that be? Like, Tata did that before the Columbus game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you're a coach, so what do you think, Kevin? What's your th- philosophy on? on I mean, because you're normally on the pitch, so it's as a spectator. What is your philosophy? When on you're people? coaching World Cup teams, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I definitely think uh, for World Cup stage, you've got so many analysts and, and assistants that that help out with that kind of situation. They're prepared. They know exactly the percentages that the other teams' players kickers go. Um, and they know that you know the the ins and outs of the goalkeeper too. So yeah. they're they're coaching the players uh, practicing penalty kicks, and looks like Southgate really had his uh, his plan together for for this tournament. So I think he did well. Do you rehearse uh, surrounding the referee in the penalty area <laughs> so one of your players can drudge up the pen PK spot? Is that part of your strategy as well? Uh, like that's, Brazil that's all off the cuff. <laughs> There, or Colombia, I should say. Yeah, that was uh, there was quite some uh, some gamesmanship going on in that match uh, oh, earlier. Yeah. But in terms of these matches, we had sort of um, what I would call a traditional um, quarterfinal match, uh, especially with a Sweden, where it's just kind of boring at first, and uh, and you have uh, one team trying to break down another, one not trying to really give up too much, and then you have the complete opposite, which is more along which I think defines this World Cup, which is the Croatia-Russia match, which is yeah. just, it ends up going wide open. Oh, completely. Where, where teams are just going back and forth, back and forth like a ping-pong table. Two goals yeah. in extra time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of fun. Modric is just, oh man, he's so good. Yeah. So good. I don't know. I mean, if if you were to guess who at this point is going to win the World Cup, guys, what are your predictions? France. Well, I, okay, right. <laughs> We know, I, we know where they, so where Kelly Kelly may hate stands. me for saying this, but I think it's going to be Belgium. Okay. You know what? I actually would be fine with that. I mean, it'd be okay, right? I, I'd be fine with it. If Belgium, if Belgium won, I would be fine they with it, look, but I, it's, it's France. They just look too good right they now. Are they are really just, good. They're they, scoring they're, They haven't come up against will. Mbappe, so let's just let's – This just is true. I think England has good chemistry. Yeah. I, I picked them from the beginning to win it all, and wow. there's a reason. They've, they've had such uh, – I wouldn't call it bad luck, but they've had some, some – uh, some missed chances in the past with World Cups and Euros and everything else, and there's a lot of narratives. Yeah, this this group that coming up d- that have nothing to do with this team, right? Right. As but a whole, or what they're doing today at present, they don't right? have any real superstars that are glamorous and on the cover and 
Yeah, you know, I mean, they've got these really down to earth players. English that press are, try to push out yes. Harry Kane as that person, yeah, but he's not. Really you know? it, yeah, he's yeah. not. He's not a Ronaldo or a Neymar. It, it's, or a, Messi, it's a team yeah. of of really good players. It's no team. It's not like a team built around. Mm-hmm. One or two stars. Yeah. Yeah. Like they were talking workers. about that today in the commentary. It was uh, Stu Holden and um, I can't remember the other guy. I'm sorry. John Strong. John Strong. Uh, and they were talking about how when um, he was, Southgate was putting the team together, he ba- basically made the decision not to bring Wayne Rooney or any anybody on that along because he had the faith in Kane and, and Sterling. And well, it was a big deal. I mean, remember when people were like, well, Wilsh- Wilshire's not going to be on the team and, you know, all these yeah. things. and Dele. Because the British press is just, I think they're part of the biggest problem is, uh, you know, is, is just the, the stir they create around all of this and around uh, Raheem Sterling and yeah. everything he does is wrong and all these sorts of things. And that's just, I mean, in the Premier League, that's not even to do with the national team. Right. So. right. Yeah. Uh, so Belgium is your pick. Uh, England is your pick. Mm-hmm. We know that your pick, Kelly, is France. Fra- Vive la France. I actually think Croatia is going to be, is going to stubborn them, their way uh into the final, and it's going to end up being like a like a win on PKs or something like that. They're not glamorous either. They're just disciplined. Um, they're vicious on the counter. They have uh, a player that is uh, heating up and continues to get better through the tournament in a Modric, um, where England, I'm interested in England because I feel like Raheem Sterling is starting – is just, it's just a matter of time where he just, like, Before that, he's going to do something amazing yeah. where, like, boom, he pops a brace because yeah. people are like, oh, he's not scoring goals, but he's creating so many other chances for he other got, people. He got in behind the d- defense quite a bit today. I know. Sweden. That's why people get frustrated because well, they want to see him put well, it in the back yeah. of the net. I mean, it's just but, like Almiron for us, right? I mean, exactly. people, like, they don't, he doesn't score every game. He just scores it in bunches. Right? Sterling hasn't so scored for England in three years. Yeah. 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 So is this like <laughs> is he warming up? Bring in Rashford. If England wow. get to the final, is he warming up to just like just unleash? <laughs> They're gonna bring in <laughs> Rashford. Is he gonna? And you know what? The English rise press rise to the mean. The maybe? English press will still not like the way he dresses. No. When he walks to the bus we'll after scoring a hat trick <laughs> and winning the World Cup. <laughs> that happens to right. me all the time. Nobody likes how I dress when I walk to the bus. So guys, um, you know what I can say really quickly though yeah. is I feel like every team that's in the semifinals deserve to be there. So. All in all, I'm actually really happy with the final four. Yeah. I mean, surprisingly, yeah. VAR, weird refereeing decisions haven't decided as we uh, all any thought major it would. Absolutely. Or things of that nature. So that's good. So the less we hear about referees and I'm, VAR. I'm happy with everybody, but it's, it's still not me It's still not perfect. I still don't like aspects of VAR, but, um, you know, it's beating a dead horse at this point. I'm just trying to enjoy the World Cup. Um, so, guys, we typically have questions uh, for our. Uh, New guests, yeah, people that join us. Uh-huh. We and ask you, we ask you questions, very personal, and, and deep. get really in there deep, like <laughs> nice and deep, like we cut deep. Um, we do. And, and put on my mask. Yeah, and this this first Jeez. soul searcher, or you can just a, twirl your beard, <laughs> you twirl your mustache. mustache. Yeah, twirl my mustache. By the way, yeah. guys, if you haven't seen Akil's mustache, it is. You have to go uh, see him at Five Stripes uh, Forever uh, on Twitter. Phenomenal. Uh, the number five stripes forever. Do you groom yeah. it every day? Yeah, so do you really want to hear about this? Yes, actually, okay. I do. So I, this I is not the question, Kevin, by the no, way. You don't have to talk it. about this your grooming, grooming habits. Uh, sorry, we're <laughs> taking a detour. This is as far as I'll go with grooming habits. Kelly, I'm not going to tell you anymore. Kelly has a fascination with beards and has always wanted a beard um, because I right. want to be able to style it. Uh, yeah, I've always wanted a beard. So oh. please talk, talk to so, me about your beard. So the mustache is the thing, and that actually I have to blow dry it every morning <gasps> Okay. to get it to curl right because I sleep on my right side. Uh-huh. And so when I sleep on my right side, the right handlebar mm-hmm. 
twist down. It falls down. <gasps> oh, that so it's would all not look right. It's no, all messed absolutely up. not. I got to blow dry it, comb it out. Yeah. I mean, hit Curl the cold it. blast. I have to hit the cold blast so it stays. One of these days, is. you should tweet us out uh, a before like a, grooming and after, and after grooming, so oh that God. we can see what you look would when you, you first would wake you be, up. Would you be okay with that? Could we see that? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I mean, I'm not. I'm okay. not too shy. So All then, right. of course, then after the blow drying, yes, you got to heat up your wax, your mustache wax. Oh, okay. So you got to okay. use your hair dryer for that. So you, you can't just it, you, it can't be cold. You have to heat it up. It can be cold, but then it's just hard to get in your okay. uh, into the mustache. You know, okay. you got to your product has got to be the right yeah. texture and the right. This is so interesting. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm so I, fascinated. The fact that you're so fascinated. Why don't you use a palmade? This more fun for me. Why so don't, that's great. Why don't you use a palmade or something? Is that are they too? I don't know. I don't know if there's. I've never something? heard about a mustache pomade. Oh, but these, maybe these it's not meant for The that. mustache waxes do have different scents. scents. Yeah. 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 I mean? So you got sandalwoods. You got pine. Ooh, I didn't know this. They've got different scents. Yes. <gasps> yeah. Different scents. Yeah. And, and the crazy thing is, this is so is, unfair. There's there's one called Portland, which smells like pretentious <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> Well, like patchouli. Yeah, patchouli. Patchouli. That, uh, they don't have a patchouli mustache. Nice. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's, northern, that's, that's no cow. Score one for Kevin. <laughs> and then so then you warm up the wax and you've got to work it in to the mustache. Yeah. Okay. Then you've got to shape and twist. Okay. Shape Maybe, and twist. Then you got to twist the ends. You know, you got to get that just like right. an evil villain. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Definitely like an evil villain or. Um, Maybe um, a barbershop quartet oh, kind of guy, yes, yes. or Salvador Dali is another yeah, uh, another hero went, of mine. I went, I went to his museum in uh, Figueres in uh, really? Spain, and amazing. I've never been. Oh man, it's it, well, it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You'd have to take a train out in the uh, the middle of nowhere outside of Barcelona to Figueres, and uh, to yeah, it's just it. a house, just to see it. Yeah, Dali's awesome. a complicated character. So let's 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 get back. Sorry. So I'm gonna ask the first question because I feel like Jay's now super mad at me that I detoured us. Um, I like how you put words in my mouth. Yes, I. Well, I mean, it's what it, it's. I, I do many things. Um, <laughs> so the first question we like to ask is, uh, what is your favorite Atlanta United experience thus far? So let's go ahead and start with you, Kevin. Favorite Atlanta United. Like it could be a match day experience, yeah, tailgate, experience. or something that happened on the field uh, since the inception of Atlanta United. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's. It, I don't know that I have one specific experience um, because uh, every experience is different but but every time I go to a game every time I experience um, the stadium Mercedes-Benz or even Bobby Dodd I've got that that rush of, of adrenaline every single time of hey this is my team and we're gonna effing win today yeah hell um, yes yeah so that Absolutely. is my experience yeah of Atlanta United it's not just one. It's it's the whole encompassing every time, and it's a great experience. I love it. That's so um, wonderful. The best you, drug. That's so wonderful you say that because it's uh, as I was trying to uh, hand puppet to Jay just a second ago, and I failed miserably. It's the three-year anniversary today of them I announcing Atlanta yeah. United, and that just sort of brought it all into perspective today. It's like we've we've been a family on the pitch playing for two for two years now but we've been a family longer than that and you've so done great on the pitch kelly i have <laughs> well, anytime I really she steps have. out you I know mean, it's you know you know shit's about to go down it's gonna happen um but it, it is that's a wonderful thing to sort of mention on a on a day like today because it is it's more of a family feeling it's it's the atlanta united gives us um a home when you know it's another home i guess it's, 
I'm Kelly's homeless is what she's trying to say. <laughs> and <laughs> if anybody has a couch, please let one. us know. Yeah, uh, preferably one that's long enough for me to stretch out on. But, you know, I, I don't want to be picky. I mean, I, I think about uh, what I and what all of us were doing more than three years ago. Oh, my what God. What were we doing? Yeah. What do we do with our time? Yeah. Wasted lives. <laughs> right. Wasted. Yes, wasted. You know? Wasted lives. Spending time with my family. I was sitting in a <laughs> library I mean, when I, I was... I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> I was sitting in a library when I was supposed to be studying, watching La Liga. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was doing. And then when I got excited because of a goal and people looked at me like I was crazy, I had to be like, you know, like, yeah. I, 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 yeah. So, Akil, as I eat a waffle fry, what is, what's your favorite All right, so I'm gonna, moment um, or experience? So, my favorite still is... So I'm going to shout out to our supporters group, the faction, yes. um, who I love dearly. I love all of everybody in it. I love Kevin, Jay. You're not faction, Kelly, are you? Oh, Kelly's a roamer. Ooh. She's a nomad. Um, but, you know, that first day coming to the faction tailgate back there behind the varsity, I mean, it was just, I, I still can't describe the feeling. Yeah. You know, of being there among fans who cared and getting there and I was like I got goosebumps I'm getting goosebumps right now talking about it yeah I mean that this is really happening yeah. there is music playing there are people hanging out there's food there's beer and then you get to the game and your meal scores that goal uh. and it's just like that day and then one last thing I'm gonna shout out to my buddy you guys know Jared Jared Marisco yes, yes. Jared um, so I got my food my family and I did and we sat down, and Jared's sitting over at the next table on his own. Nobody's sitting with him, so I start, start a conversation. And he has been one of my best friends ever since. Oh, that's so awesome. Um, and so, Jer- you know, I come down for games. I stay with Jared and his husband, Jelso. They're wonderful people. Uh, Jelso tonight is graduating. Oh, congratulations. Um, congratulations. So congratulations. Shout out to him. So I, I hope Jared doesn't mind me shouting out uh, this kind of stuff. Uh, but he, he's, uh, you know, so... That moment, it like, kind of signifies the other family that I met were the Rizzas, mm-hmm. uh, Shane Rizza, and gosh, Anne, Anne is going to kill me for forgetting her name. Anne, and their two boys. I, I forget met everybody's name. At the so same fine. table, uh, and they've also been friends. So it the, it takes it back to that whole family idea that yeah. we're a family together, uh, and I've leaned on this family, uh, especially uh, in the last year or so because. Uh, I've needed it, and uh, yeah. it has been a really – it's why I drive two, three hours from Spartanburg to be here. Uh, We're here for you, man. And we appreciate you driving down today um, uh, from South Carolina. That's awesome. I appreciate your hugs and you and your and your beautiful mustache. Little known fact, uh, Miggy was actually inspired to do the Dragon Ball Z fusion celebration after seeing Akil and Jared do it in the stands. <laughs> so that is, that is a true, true. – True, true statement. Story. True statement. Completely yeah. true story. Hashtag they didn't make that up. True at all. story. We have we have all there's the insider no info on that. No, there's not. So guys, um, Kevin, why don't you tell us about your favorite player and why? Why they're your favorite player? All right. <clears throat> Let's see. I've got many. Um, I love Joey and Russell. He uh, came into this league as a as a draft player, and he has lit it up and and he he plays fearless. Um, and uh, he, he, he says it all for me as an Atlanta United player in his approach to the game, his uh, approach to life, um, you know, his love of pizza. 
<laughs> Great golf game. Yeah. You know, and I think... Uh, a renaissance man of sorts. I th- yeah. I think eventually he's going to be a, a leader on the team, you know. I, yeah. I love Parkhurst. I, I think he's he's a great leader. Um, but, you know, he's, he's getting up there in age, and um, I think Gressel or, or someone similar to him, but Gressel's my favorite player. I think he's an, um, all-encompassing. He can play anywhere on the field, maybe not in goal, but... Um, well, no, I mean, who was it? The other, uh, I feel like it was like LGP or somebody was talking, basically. They were saying that uh, Gressel, you can pretty much put him anywhere, and he'll do okay. And he, they said, yeah, I'd probably put him at goal. He'd probably do fine. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. That's my player. Yeah. Great. Akil? Um, so, like many of my relationships, I'm going to pick someone who I love to death, but also drives me crazy sometimes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, that's LGP. That's true love. LGP, uh, the notorious LGP. I mean, that man. how often does he just save us? I mean, and I know it's that partnership with Parkhurst right. that makes it possible. So he can go out there and just Plow go after people, people if yeah. he needs to and do what he needs to do. Um, hopefully, he'll have a partner in Remedy. Remedy? How do you say it? Remedy. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. He'll have a partner in plowing people uh, in that sense. But, um, I mean, he just does the hard work. He's always. You know, stepping up, making the plays. Now, then he'll do something dumb and drive me crazy. But that's okay. I'll take it because that goes with the way he plays the game. Right. And at a much lower level, that's how I played the game. I, when I played one as, a, as, as a youth, as a youth out there, I, um, I just plowed people. Yeah. You know, you gotta just take a the, destroyer. You gotta, you gotta I didn't have any skill, so I had to it, just yeah. plow people. So yeah. I, I appreciate that kind of player. You know, another uh, another question that we haven't really started asking, but Jason Longshore brought up was, um, who do you think, uh, Kevin, is your most underrated player for Atlanta United? Somebody that maybe doesn't get all of the spotlight or attention as certain players, but you feel like is a core piece to this team? Uh, <clears throat> I would say Mikey Ambrose. Took my pick. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> I mean, he's the he's the quiet player that just hardly ever loses the ball. He feels um, like your younger brother. He does, yeah, yeah. Like if he's my younger brother there. was like five four, but jacked as mm-hmm. all. That's true. That's very. <laughs> Looks true. like he's wearing football pants. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <when> he's not. <laughs> but Ambrose comes in and, and uh, does a, a great job. Keeps the ball. Keeps possession. I mean, he's playing left back. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 and he's and he's short. He's what, like five six maybe, and he just doesn't get phased by guys trying to body him. Like in yeah. fact, he quite often he throws that because People of his down, yeah. because of his low center of gravity. He would be typically more like a midfielder, you would think. Mm-hmm. So it's like people coming up against him aren't prepared for that, right. and yeah. they can throw yeah. them off. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean that. I mean that save he made against Orlando. Yeah, yes. off, that, off yeah. the line. Uh, I mean, just. I mean, just. I mean, doing the dirty work. They should make and if you Mikey watch that Ambrose, Jesus, he uh, just got up and walked. Banners. I mean, he's the one that <laughs> saved us. I mean, he's amazing. <laughs> yeah, seriously. He's, he is our savior, Mikey Ambrose. He's not the Boy Scout. He's a savior. No, he, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's awesome. I, I, I always just love to call him um, Mickey. I Mickey? really do. Mickey? Oh, Mickey, it's so fine. Did you want to see? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I forgot all the lyrics to that song, but like every time I hey, think Mickey. about Mikey, I'm like, hey, Mickey. <laughs> Anything that she can get a clap into. That would be a good chant for Mikey, all actually. about it. Wouldn't it, though? Yeah. I, hey, no. Mikey, you're so fine. Oh, you're so fine. You blow my mind. It, hey, started with, it started with Mickey, and then, hey, the, yeah, now it's the Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, guys, uh, 
Kevin, why, why don't you tell us a little bit more about Faction? Whenever we come to these watch parties, we try to spotlight the organization and, and what's happening. I know that there was, there was some recently big news that uh, the Faction dropped in terms of donations and things of that nature. And obviously you have uh, you know uh, partner bars and things like that, um, uh, like with uh, Rocky Mountain Pizza. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit of history about uh, how the faction started and you know some of the things that are going on today? Yeah, real quickly, uh, we're <clears throat> we're a supporters group that are mainly comprised of uh, families uh, that are players, parents, coaches, referees, um, and uh, so we pride ourselves in that. Uh, the four founders of the faction are all good friends. We live about a quarter mile away from each other. Our, all of our uh, families are, are close. And we decided that we wanted to start something different, something new, something that really the league hasn't seen. So our main focus was, hey, let's make sure we throw the best damn tailgate in the MLS. Amen. And let's do it. And once we get everything set and everything kind of down there and uh, all the equipment, everything down, let's, let's raise money and let's put all that back to charity, back into the community, back into to the game. Um, so our, our mission, we try to align with other charities around the city, such as uh, the Fuji's Academy out of Clarkston, um, Soccer in the Streets, um, uh, one of our, our local uh, soccer clubs uh, right down the street from us, Inter Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, IFC Blues, is that? Yep, yep, IFC Blues, yeah. Inter Atlanta has uh, a scholarship fund that uh, the, the ratio of um, scholarship funds to the players that they have is more than any in the state of Georgia. That's so incredible. So we, um, we really pride ourselves on um, giving back to the community with our raising funds at tailgates and other events. So um, we've raised uh, over $22,000 this season alone that has <gasps> gone back to the community. That's so much money. You know? And, and we do it um, mainly because we, we, we love what we're doing. Um, it, it is a lot of work. The founders, all the volunteers, like Akil, um, uh, the help from Jay and, and other members that, that go out into the community with their podcasts or whatnot and helping out with that. And we partner with, with the other supporter groups as well, Sermons Legion and, and Footy Mob and Resurgence and helping us um, with our cause. So uh, recently in the, in the month of May, we, we did a mental health month awareness, which was very uh, dear to our hearts. I won't go into that detail much, but um, we raised uh, about uh, $7,500 that month that went to separate causes. And then for the month of June, we raised $6,500 that 4,000 went to uh, the Fuji's Academy, uh, 1,000 went to Soccer in the Streets, and then 1,500 to uh, Inner Atlanta. And the reason for why the 1,500 is 1,500 pays for a full scholarship for a player for the whole season that's so for an elite player. That's, that's awesome. awesome. You know, they don't have to pay for anything. So we're, we're really proud of, of what we do. We're going to continue to do what we do. We're going to get better. Uh, we're going to be more out there. Um, so th- that is our, our core mission is to give back um, to kids in the community that don't have the ability otherwise. Tremendous. And where can people find you if they're interested in uh, learning more about the faction or joining um, uh, any of those things? Or if they want to donate. 
Yeah, sure. So uh, you can go to our website, which is simply uh, thefactionatl.com. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram is all the Faction ATL. Uh, pretty simple there. And um, if you'd like to uh, join us, you can go onto our website and click on the join button. Uh, if you'd like to donate, uh, you can just contact us at info at thefactionatl.com. Uh, and uh, we'd be more than happy to facilitate. We, 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 we get requests all the time from different sponsors, from different um, people, different uh, companies. And we tr really try to focus on um, dealing with companies that, that align with our mission. We don't want to break away from, from that. And, and, uh, and that mission is uh, diversity and inclusion. Exactly, right. yeah. 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 So we're, we're really focused on that. Great. Sounds so awesome. Well, uh, we appreciate you guys coming on. One last thing we like to ask our guests do, and that is, uh, guys, we have a match coming up. It is time to get some revenge. We need yes! score predictions. I oh, want yeah. all the score predictions. <laughs> <laughs> and be careful how you answer, because who knows what I might do after. So, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know I have no either. idea what that means, but Tip. I might actually have to answer it some wacky way. No, don't to do See that. what don't. you're going to do after. No, uh, no I, I would just say answer truthfully, because okay. in my mind, I think we all know what's going to happen. Okay. Hmm. Oz in the booth uh, behind the curtain there knows all the answers. I do. And uh, we'll see if uh, if she's right. Akil, what do you think is going to go down? What do you think the scoreline is going to be tonight um, as Atlanta United face Philadelphia in Chester? In Chester, PA, under the bridge. Right. Yeah. Um, which is actually, I'm going to just go off on a tangent, one of the prettiest views. Oh, no, it's a beautiful. Of any MLS yeah, stadium. Oh, absolutely. I, Other yeah. than that, it's I don't know what the, the stadium first, has, but the that's first, a beautiful Nice breeze. The first yeah. uh, MLS team I ever saw play was Philadelphia Union against Manchester United when they first opened the stadium. Oh, wow. I was there giving a conference, doing a, a conference for a couple days, and I literally was about to uh, draw, uh, take a car back to the airport when I went to Fado for a drink, and I ran into a guy from Manchester I had no idea anything was going on that day. And he says, oh, yeah, well, you know, you'd realize the hotel you just checked out of is where Manchester United just checked in, and there's a match uh, tonight, and they're playing Philadelphia Union at their new stadium they built. I have an extra ticket. I flew in from England, and I have an extra ticket. Whoa. So we just – I literally ran back to the hotel, checked my bags – Found another hotel I could get a room at, <laughs> and I ended up canceling my flight, pushing the next day, and I went to go see the match with this guy. Awesome. Because awesome. they actually have public transportation. They have a sub subway or a train you could take. And so. it goes out to Chester? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, at least yeah. they've got that. It was, it was yeah. cool. So that was my first experience with an MLS uh, team live, hmm. you know. So. Yeah. But I'm sorry. All right, uh, so my score prediction. Yeah. I'm going to say we're going to win 3-1. 3-1 for okay. a heel. They've got young center backs who've yes. been good. They have. I think Joseph's going to eat them for lunch. Oh, you think or a dinner. Do you think a hat trick? That is, I haven't thought about that. Okay. But I'll go with that. Let's go with the Joseph. Well, hat he got trick. his hat trick last time we played them. It's about time, actually. For, he's due for another hat trick, based on his <laughs> his, his rate <laughs> of hat tricking. <laughs> the hat trick, which rate. is ridiculous. Is it sounds ridiculous, is but it's, it's not. Is there ridiculous. an expected hat trick? Yeah. Is there an expected hat trick stat? Rate. Can we get Tyodel to get on that? I don't think so, but I think he's creating one. Yeah. An yeah. XHT. <laughs> Yeah. He's 17 goals in 19 games. Guys. An XHT. Wow. Interesting. XHT. Yeah. All right, Kevin, what do you think? Are you uh, Is this something where two days of, of only two days of rest and preparation after a really tough loss? Uh, it's the coach coming tough out. Tough loss. Mm -hmm. You know, is this, uh, is this somewhere where Philly, who is, uh, has a pretty good record at home, is going to bite us, or are we going to come out on top? What's going to happen? 
I've never bet against Atlanta United, and I'm not going to start tonight. Okay. Amen. Um, but it's going to be close. Okay. I think uh, we're going to take them two to one. But, okay. Uh, and I think Guzan is going to come up big and save us. Um, but uh, I think we're going to have control of the game most of the time, but they're going to get their chances on some fast breaks. Um, but 2-1, two, 2-1 one. Two, one us. Yeah. Perfect. Well, guys, I want to thank you so much for what coming. What about your your predictions? Oh, you will find uh, you'll, you'll find you'll out later. Okay, all right, all right. You'll have to listen. Well, you'll have to listen for <laughs> it. <laughs> and so, uh, but actually, I mean, if you really wanted to go look, you could see we put them out yesterday. Yeah, we put them on Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get to that after the break. First, I want to uh, ask you guys, where can people find you? I know Kevin, you're just uh, at the Faction ATL the faction. Mm-hmm. and uh, Akil. Uh, at, at Five Stripes Forever. With the number five. Number, I don't know. Is it number five? Is it the number know. five or is it five? Uh, let me I go, think it's five let me go with an F5. Oh, my goodness, guys. I don't even know. What am I? Everybody y'all? find out. Help Everybody get out, out their phones. Know. I mean, this is, you know, I'm not. In Everybody, is it the number five or is it uh, is spelled out five? I think it's five. I think it's the number five. It is. Yeah, there it's the go. number five. Number five. You're number good. five. Right. Thank you, Rob. Forever. Yep. So when you, get the, when you get the tattoo and when you of see your his Twitter name, handle, it's just, just make a, sure it's, it's the five stripes. It's <laughs> the five stripes and dots and then a king, peach, and then an arrow, a and emojis. then an MLS, and then a <laughs> cop, and then in 2018. Uh, you know, it's a lame lame name but uh it's the best I go can follow do. him on twitter but he's absolutely see, hilarious you get to see the mustache and the beard and guys. you will see the mustache so go check it out it's Ooh. worth that <laughs> we're gonna go to break when we come back we'll go ahead and talk a little bit about uh, dallas uh keep it pretty simple and then we'll start to preview uh what's coming up against philadelphia stay tuned thanks jay thanks kelly you're welcome thanks y'all Everything I say only seems to complicate it Every little fight is just another night wasted Are we gonna lose? Is it gonna last? Worry about the future, worry about the past Think we're gonna break before I get a chance to say this that you were not recording our conversation from like a minute ago or was i i would be i mean honestly i wouldn't be i would not be ashamed if that truth dropped but like sometimes it just doesn't need to be aired you no know what i was saying? i was not i was saving saving recording space so oh i don't know, even know what that means but doesn't yeah. even matter um so we uh we've got a lot of team news and other soccer stuff to jam through so we should just plow so right through it just go just uh just that's what she said elaine united too uh what the hell happened? Six one. They lost six one to New York Red Bull two. Yeah. Shake, shaking my head. Uh, SMH. SMH. So guys. I watched that game. Um, wow. Okay. I actually watched it, and and Doyle, Red- Matt Doyle was watching, which was not helping because he was, was tweeting not. out gifs of every goal scored against it. Of course he was, because he like just really like hates like, this us. This is a good goal. This yeah. is a good goal. <laughs> like we get it. So um, it it was a lot of uh, the Red Bulls crowding our midfield, and for some reason, for 
it just it wasn't working for us. We weren't clicking. The the teammates weren't able to to pass, and it's like everything that we tried to get through the midfield was being broken up, and they were hitting us on our wings, and they just played really well. I just wanted to stop. Just like, can we go back to losing one nil or drawing one one? I mean, that's just embarrassing. And I mean, luckily, I feel a little bit better because I I always have to go back to the we always say it. It's about development. It's about development, right? That these results. They're not important, um, but in the grand scheme of things, you know, nobody likes to lose, uh, yeah. especially that badly. That's but a bad morale for for team team. Well, that's teammates. what part of the this whole thing is about, right? Uh, I'm going to go back to a, an interview that's on Soccer Down Here that Jason Longshore did uh, with Scott Donnelly, the coach of the Atlanta United Two, and he talked a lot about the integration and how amazing the integration is between Atlanta United and how they give his guys te- time. To, to, to adjust if they're going to get pulled into Atlanta United or vice versa. Um, and the communication is great between them all the way down to the academy level and how they're all on the same page. And that's just good to know because when these results happen, just listening to that interview makes me feel better because yeah. it's like, okay, they really have their shit together. And they're really focusing on what's good for the player and each individual player. And they talked about how with Robinson and working with him, they were able to accelerate his path up to yeah. Atlanta United. Because they talked directly with Tata and they, they figured out a, a, a way and they set him down specifically and, and singularly and singled him out to right. help Right, they his worked growth. a special plan with him, yeah. in, like extra time in addition to uh, what they do with the other players. And that seemed to help out a lot. And then when, of course, a Miles goes up, then it opens up a spot for a uh, academy player to come in. And we saw an example of that because yeah. Atlanta United 2 just uh, they just uh, signed a contract six, with six Alessandro Alessandro Castro. Oh, that guy. Yeah, no, I was talking about homegrown. Yeah, and okay. uh, yeah, no, uh, he came up as well um, yeah. after Miles went up. But uh, you've got uh, him coming in from the U19 Academy. Um, and Josh tweeted out that he played with this guy in the ADSL and says he's quote unquote a monster. So uh, awesome. if he says he's a beast, I believe him. Yeah. Um, the only thing, uh, and I'm, I'm just, we're gonna, I'm gonna say this one thing, and then we're gonna move on from this. But um, I, I think, and this is not to to be poopy, but I, I think a lot of the the errors relied a lot on the goalkeeper that night. Um, Paul Christensen was in goal, and it just wasn't a good night for him. Step it up, Christensen. Moving on. All right. Uh, also, uh, when we talk about Academy, uh, in case you missed it, we talked a week or two ago about uh, the fact that Mr. Six Foot Two Clemson commit Jackson Conway right. scored the game's winning goal to beat Weston FC 1 0 in overtime in the U16, right. U17 Academy playoff quarterfinals. And they'll be playing in the Academy Championships tomorrow. Whoop That's whoop. Sunday, July 8th through 11th at uh, the Swope Soccer Village in, in Kansas, Kansas City. City. Heck yeah. So follow uh, the uh, ATL UTD Academy Twitter account and yeah. also ATL UTD Prospects, I think, is the yeah. other one. They'll actually, let, uh, as far as I can tell when I looked online, they'll let you watch the match live. Yeah, um, at ussoccer.com or their Facebook. I, I think that they actually are going to have a live one oh, from ATL, atlutd.com slash live. Slash live. All right, yeah. we'll keep an eye for it, guys, um, because that's going to be starting Sunday. Hey, can we talk about, uh, because we always love to talk about Orlando and the big L's that they have, but Orlando uh, tweeted out, uh, their social media team tweeted out this video uh, against, or coming up for their game against LAFC, and it and I'm going to explain the video really quickly, and just and we're going to continue about how this is just a major. Explaining is not going to help, Kelly, because it, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. So basically, it's a video of the LAF, LAFC logo 
And then they're like, where have I seen this before? And it goes between LAFC, the logo, and then a building I've never seen before in my life. The A, the A in LA becomes a building that's kind of shaped like the A, but yeah. nobody knows what the building is. Yeah. And apparently it turns out it's an old building that they was being worked on for 10, 15 years that either was never finished or just recently finished. That's some kind of running joke inside Orlando, but which is fine. And I waited to see what happened with this because I didn't know what was going on. Right. And then I watched the timeline and even their own fans were dumping on it. Yeah, they're basically they're like, saying Bro, it's dumpster fire. Like, this is just bad. It's just bad. And it's not funny. It's not banter. It's not throwing shade at LAFC. It's, I don't know what. Nobody knows what's happening. And then Orlando City SC's Twitter account proceeds to start getting in fights yeah. on Twitter with their own fans. Legitimate fights. Like, just going after everybody. They even jumped in. And Elaine and I, I can understand. But even, even this tweet was, like, all the way back originally, uh, like, early in the day. And then I noticed that Akil quote tweeted some other tweet of Orlando. Yeah, yeah. And Orlando jumped in his timeline yeah. at like 11.30 at night. They were they were like all in hours at late. all times of the day. <laughs> I am going to say, though, that like uh, I want to read my tweet because I think I had a really good take on it. So, um, uh, so basically, Orlando puts out a terrible joke. The social media team knows it, reportedly lets people know they are not the actual team, and I honestly think it's a, uh, they get the most, it's a trash tweet for a trash team. I don't understand what happened. What was your tweet? Basically saying they put out a trash tweet for a trash team. They did. They did. So maybe. My favorite, though, is uh, from Andrew MLS, or MLS Andrew, uh, who uh, reports on Kansas City, has his own podcast. Um, as well, called Talking Touches. Uh, he jumped in their timeline and said, are you sure? This seems familiar. The L, and then he's got like a screenshot of like seven <laughs> straight L's just across the screen. So, yeah, it was really bad. Um, I even made my own version of it just with uh, Will Johnson's face instead of the A because it made just as much one. sense. Yeah. It made no sense, and that's exactly the point. So yeah. I was like, look, I can do bad content too, and I don't even get paid for it. So anyways, <laughs> they were so disrupted, uh, upset about it. The next day... They even quote tweeted their own tweet just to, to po point out that Atlanta United fans, more Atlanta United fans than LAFC fans responded. Like, I didn't know you were tracking, bro. Like, that's pathetic. So what do you what do you want when you give us easy bait like I that? Mean, of course we're going to come in on you, bro. All right. Um, another thing, uh, Atlanta United has been doing this now this season for a while. They're doing mo like a monthly uh, design or monthly run of, uh, of swag. The peach kit was obviously yeah. one, and then they – did uh what was it for pride they did another monthly design yeah it was the it was the atlanta united symbol with the rainbow right yeah. and the reason i'm mentioning this is because i don't i'm typically i'm we're not here to promote uh you know swag from yeah. atlanta united uh that's their job but i did want to mention because i have been very vocal about not buying the standard mls cookie cutter bullshit i'm just very against it i think right. fanatics is terrible we're stuck with it mls has a three-year contract with them everything they've been putting out in the stores has for the most part been trashed this season it's and, not very good and and so the uh, Atlanta united recognized that and these are their chance this is their chance to actually do their own designs now i don't know the manufacturer if they have to use fanatics contractually or whatever i don't care but the designs have been whether you like all of them or not they've been far better better than the normal stuff that oh, gets put out sure. by MLS. So so that's why I mention it, because uh, Akil came in today with the shirt. Yeah, it looks so uh, good. The Atlanta United shirt with the, the, the two, the upside, the A-Town symbol uh, with all the different uh, colors in it. And, uh, and it's, it's all the flags. And I really like that. We're waiting on hats. 
I'm not a flat uh, brim guy. I don't look good in it. I hope they have another hat with, with I, it on I there. But do, I don't do flat brims yeah. either because it just isn't. It looks weird on There's me. There's no middle ground. You either look There's, great in them or terrible. You look terrible. terrible. Absolutely and terrible. And I'm a terrible guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, you have something down here that, uh, that went down with Zlatan. You didn't see that? I did see it. Okay. So basically Zlatan uh, wrote on Twitter. He was like, hey, Beckham, if uh, the Swedes win... You have to come to IKEA and buy me whatever I want. But if uh, if England wins, I will meet you anywhere in the world and I'll buy you dinner. And he tweeted at a Beckham account because Beckham's not on Twitter, so it was just some David. Yeah, Beckham's on Twitter. But there's no face on the profile and there's no image on the banner that he tweeted at. It was just I, David Beckham and it had like it had a bunch of followers, I, but it's it's no profile. Well, or anything, so. if if anything, and then some guy responded to him a, and said, "Yo, bro, David Beckham's not on Twitter." <laughs> if anything, <laughs> Beckham has gotten to Twitter then because he, it, as I mean, from it, what I can see, he responded that, today on Twitter. Did he? Yeah. Okay. So basically, uh, or re- he responded on Twitter. So he basically said. Maybe he tagged the wrong David Beckham. Uh, or my, it might have been on Instagram. I don't know. Maybe Instagram, yeah. Either way, uh, Beckham responded with saying, yeah, if, if Sweden wins, I'll buy you anything for your new house in L.A., but if England win, you've got to come to an, a match with me in England and wear an England jersey and eat fish and chips. I thought that he didn't have to buy anything. He had to go in to the IKEA in Sweden and eat with uh, no. him at that IKEA. No. That's the no. tweet that I saw. No, 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 no. He it had was like you have to meet and eat with me nope. at this IKEA. No, you don't. No, he uh, Sweden. No. The if Sweden won, he was he would have had to meet him at IKEA. Any IKEA. He tagged the IKEA. Maybe someone made a fake. Abramovich company because I swear he tagged the IKEA in Sweden like the uh, the store I mean, it in might, Sweden. He, it, Zlatan might have. I mean, he is Swedish, so he might have tagged that one. But it's not necessarily. I mean, the dude. Fucking, I just thought that would be even. That's why I thought it was so LA. hilarious because I was like, he has to. Beckham will have to fly to Sweden to that IKEA. <laughs> no, <laughs> which will be, be awesome. That's what it made was, it so cool. No, no. How do you know he didn't mean that? Because there's that. Key, there's the corporate IKEA, but he tagged that particular one. I, you know what, Jay? I don't know. Let me text Zlatan and just, I'm just saying, confirm you're saying, this. You're saying my, I could absolutely not be right, and I'm just saying. I like, mean, he is the father of my children, so let me just text him <laughs> and clear this up for you. Uh, Annabelle, are you, are you researching this tweet? Still haven't found it. Oh, I'm well. still researching it right now. Well, so let us know if you, let's, let's, if you find it. Okay, well, <laughs> on to other news. Thank you. So the soccer Well, it's not in front of us. I don't know. The soccer cooligans. They're yes. coming to town. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Oh, here it is. Oh, Instagram. It is on Instagram. So, uh, so Zlatan said, yo, David Beckham, if England wins, I'll buy you dinner wherever you want in the world. But if Sweden wins, you will buy me whatever I want okay. from Ikea. Okay? And then Beckham said, Zlatan, if Sweden win, I will personally take you to Ikea and buy you whatever you need for the new mansion in L.A., but when England win, I want you to come to an England game at Wembley wearing an England shirt and enjoy vision chips at halftime. I think where the confusion lies is his tweet is different than his Instagram. It still says maybe go come and buy stuff, but it, it tags uh, David, David Beckham is not on Twitter. And it then, it then tags a, a store in Sweden, like specifically. Uh, I think, I and, think and, Beckham and it, tagged the store and then, in Sweden. And then, and then that's different than uh, the... Uh, yeah. yeah. But I'm talking about on Twitter. On Twitter, he actually tagged the uh, store uh, in know, Sweden. I don't look at you his don't do Instagram. Instagram. You I'm don't on the do, Twitter. I understand this. You're missing out Why on a huge social front. Why is he tweeting two different front. things? 
And then because on it is. Why is he? They're two one different thing? social platforms. I know, but why is he saying one thing? Because on one they thing have and different. One. Yeah, I mean, just you know what? You're so widely tightly. You're just so tight wounded. <laughs> you just broke me. You are so uptight about this whole Instagram thing, and you just need and I. I just feel like you need to accept that they are two different platforms. I was just trying to understand better than Facebook. why he tagged At a store, a specific store in Sweden, because I found that more, f- I, fu- I found that funnier. I just yelled That's at you, it hit my funny bone, and now I can't feel my arm, okay? All I'm saying is it's funnier because, on Twitter because he tagged an actual store in Sweden. That's all. And I, then can't, I thought I can't it was more hilarious arm. because then Beckham went to fly to Sweden to go get him his thing. <laughs> Moving on, the soccer cooligans are coming to town. Yes, they'll be here for MLS All Star Week uh, as part of uh, it, actually uh, as uh, on the tail end of their uh, current World Comedy Soccer Tour. Uh, they will be coming to town after Chicago. I think they do Chicago on the 29th. They'll yeah. be coming to Atlanta on the 30th. Yes, and tickets will go on sale soon. Uh, you can keep an eye out for the uh, link at WorldCupComedyTour.com mm-hmm. or go to. WC Comedy Tour on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, and of course, I'll tweet out as soon as the link's live. Yeah. Uh, because MLS. they're super dope and we love these guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for them and all of their dad jokes. And they're going to be with Total Soccer Show, which is another podcast I listen to. And, um, you know, for those of you who are like, well, I prefer to listen to my podcast of guys with English accents. Well, the Total Soccer Show's got you covered because they have a Brit on the show. And so. So does Home Before Dark. There you go. And yes. And Home Before Dark. I mean, gosh. There's so many British, so, so much many, British so content can available. I, can I just say, if you uh, like that sort of thing, the uh, MLS All Star Week leading up is going to be lit. So one of the things that I kept saying that I can't talk about was the fact that I've been working with MLS uh, to to help with the events that are coming on. So I'm just letting you know some of the the two big events that are going to happen that I is would Laton love to see. Is doing a signing at IKEA? I'm not shush. <laughs> So on the 28th, there is the MLS block party that's going to happen at the Old Fourth Ward Skate Park. That's going to be from about noon till whenever the Montreal game is done because there's going to be a huge watch party that night. I would definitely suggest coming to that because, you know, Waka Flocka is coming. There's going to be a a bunch of stuff going on, a lot of food, a lot of drinks. It's going to be huge, and it's going to be really fun for that. And then also on the 29th is the MLS concert, and you've got two chains and cheat codes for that, which is going to be a fantastic show. And uh, that starts at 6 p.m., and that's uh, a free concert, and all you have to do is download the MLS app for that to get in. But I will say it's first come, first serve for that, so you might want to get there early. Great. Anything else going down that that week or anything? Nothing I can say officially. That, nothing official yet. Okay, cool. All right, let's get to this recap and get it done with because I'm just Ugh. over this bullshit Dallas match that Do didn't happen to? on Wednesday. Uh, three, two, final. Uh, our guys go out. Uh, just a tough, tough match. Um, you know what? No matter how many Joseph goals you get, we still couldn't pull it out in the heart of Texas. Or in Frisco, because Frisco's not really the heart of Texas, but you know what I meant. <laughs> yeah, in Frisco, which apparently has, like, everybody that went there had a, had a good time and yeah. said there was plenty of stuff to do, and that the uh, FC Dallas uh, uh, fans were great and the SGs were great to everybody. So so thank you to uh, to the Dallas fans, and go fuck yourself, uh, <laughs> FC Dallas. Um, I don't really want to – I mean, like, it's been – it's been overworked. It's been digested. It's been. There's nothing to digest. It was 85 minutes of playing fine. We're ahead. 
Um, we started slow, which is typical on the road. We, you know, maybe weren't stringing passes together like we want to early on. Uh, they got a, they got the first goal, but surprisingly, typically with a team like that gets a first goal and they lock down like that, a yeah. defensive team like Dallas, we're, we struggle. But they're just not as disciplined, and you know, we had some some great, uh, you know, Tito showed how we can unlock a defense oh, in, a, so in, in one play. We had. Uh, nutmegs going on. We had a healthy Tito is a perfect Tito. We were on a run to see a classic Atlanta United come back and oh, win. Absolutely. Uh, and it just went to hell in a handbasket in ten minutes. Um, Less than ten minutes, more like five. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Tata made a shift, which is pretty standard, to a five-three-two about the 80th minute. Brought Miles on. Yeah. Um, and uh, Josh Bagranski did sort of a breakdown. He did. Um, he his, did. His breakdown sort of centers on well, Escobar was still kind of. Maybe not attacking adjusting. and not necessarily going back on a defensive front. Yeah, so maybe it, not it self-aware. Yeah. But at the same time, he, I mean, that's what he does. I mean, that's what Escobar's role is to play that 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 high up. He should have had typically plenty of cover with Miles Robinson and Parkhurst, but there was a mental lapse. Robinson made a rookie defensive error and left his man. Um, and uh, a Rudy, you know, made a, 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 a cutting a beautiful pass. Beautiful cutting pass. Yeah. And uh, that they were off to the races. Um, that the. the, the the winning goal for Dallas was just bad, bad defending and a yeah. fluky bounce, and it just ugh, it was gross. There's nothing you can it take was from gross. that one. Yeah, it was it was it was not it was not the way we wanted to end that match. So who's to blame? Well, I don't think. I mean, it's just that it, I don't know if there's one person to blame. I just I think it's just, it's it's a number of errors. Uh, shitty things happen. There were some lapses. It happened. It's just something that can't happen. But I will say that it. I haven't been more angry at the end of a match than at this one. And I know some people, like Joe Patrick, will say, um, you know, he feels, uh, he's very pragmatic about it. He's like, I personally feel much more enraged when we didn't play well at all. And I'm like, I feel equally as pissed off <laughs> when we don't play well as when uh, we deserve to win and we throw it away. Just fucking throw it away. Especially, it's, because I, I feel more like, what the player probably feels like, which Tata and, and, and the interviews they talk about, is that it hurts more than anything else because you know you were just about to beat a team that's undefeated at home. You're about to make this huge comeback, and then it's just gone in a matter of minutes, and there's nothing more frustrating or aggravating about it. And so I raged on Twitter for about 20 minutes. Because I mean, you I should pissed. be mad. Yeah. I was pissed. Yeah. Now, was I saying anything outrageously uh, ludicrous in terms of, like, I quit life or – uh, the team is the most terrible team in the world. I'm or blanket, season tickets. Or blanket statements. No, but I was saying, f- fuck, fuck, fuckity fuck. And I'm saying, you know, God damn it, what's happening? Parkhurst, what are you doing? Miles Robinson, what are you doing? I'm saying things that, you know, maybe are in some people's heads. They don't say it out loud. I put it on Twitter and at the, and, and the, at the time. But what I don't like and what actually I started to calm down, because I just need a 30-minute, one-hour period to decompress, get all my venting out, and then I'm ready to start talking about the next steps, what can we do better, you know, think positive, that sort of thing. And it's frustrating when people jump in your timeline and either and, and, and make blan- blanket statements like, well, fans are being irrational, um, you know, uh, like 10 minutes after the loss. Yeah. Where we were winning, like, before, you know, five minutes You're before the You're being completely match. irrational. You should see it from a higher perspective and just chill out, Jay. Yeah, or, uh, you know, uh, you need to stop panicking. Who said I'm panicking? I'm pi- I'm pissed the fuck you're, off. You're typing in all capticle. They fucked us. Our team, our team <laughs> fucked us. You you're not you're not fucking you're not mad. Fine. I don't go in your timeline when you're making perfectly logical and pragmatic like everything is fine and everything will be perfect. I don't jump in your timeline and say why aren't you being more pissed off? 
No, of course. That's stupid. Fan how you want to fan. Yeah. Especially right after a match like that. The sky is falling. It feels like it sometimes in a, in a match, after a match like that. And all I'm saying is give people some space, bro. Honestly, when you're yelling, all, of, all, all I can think of is one gif in particular, which is uh, Elmo standing there with his arms wide out and the fire's <laughs> right behind him. Yeah. My, I think uh, I changed my, my name to Loud Noises at one point because this reminds me of the Anchorman gif where he's just loud noises. <laughs> loud noises. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, so man. just, I don't know why people get so worked up or worried about what another fan's doing immediately after a loss or if they're, you know, having a shit fit. Fucking let them have a shit fit, you know? Let them, Relax. Let them just vent. Because uh, we all need to vent or sometimes. Or if you do find something that is totally ridiculous, like I found a tweet the next day where a guy said that Atlanta United is the worst row team in all of sports. Who <laughs> Which, said that? Just a random guy in, a, in, in the 929 timeline. And so I quote tweeted that and I said, okay, there's one thing being uh, pissed off or saying just, you know, oh my God, this is really fucked up and all that stuff. And another thing to completely, A, lie because we still have the best road record. We have the best road record still. <laughs> and, yeah. and all of sports, what, in the world? Like, yeah. Like, what are you talking about? So stop, don't, make up, don't make up stuff. But at the same time, if people are saying that shit and it's right after a game, maybe either cut them some slack or if you are going to say something where you're like, oh, you saw a couple people say something completely stupid, don't blanket tweet that, Oh, fans are Atlanta United fans are acting like we're Orlando or we're irrational. Don't make a blanket statement like that because it comes off as that you're lecturing all of us. Yeah. Not picking out one per person's tweet and saying, "Okay, this is wrong because of X, Y, and Z." Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So. But hey, you know what? Gressel had a good night. Joseph had a great night. Yeah. Uh, More goals, so that's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, so like I said, 17 goals out of 19 games, you know, four of those being PKs. Right next up behind him on the Golden Boost race is Bradley Wright Phillips and uh, uh, Jesse Sardes with 11. Still killing so it. So he's race. still five goals ahead of both of them, which is insane. You're yeah. talking about somebody that's getting in goals, 0.97 goals per minute uh, per, 90, per 90 thank you including that includes a PK, uh, right? yes yeah. and then one oh yeah Zlatan one just, per just 90 pulled ahead yeah in July with one, second with one goal per 90 with one goal per 90 uh which is silly but <laughs> uh and then you know you had the 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 tweet that was sent out by Atlanta United earlier this week or, I mean, not too long ago actually where it's basically uh it was ESPN Datos um, who is saying the highest goals per game rates among the top five leagues in Europe and MLS. And you've got uh, Lewandowski, Ronaldo, Neymar, Messi, and then Martinez right there uh, rounding out the fifth spot, which and, is kind of crazy to think about. And that's including the 2017-18 season for, yeah. uh, in Europe. So uh, that's, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. But, of course, <laughs> when I saw the original tweet, I went to the original tweet and looked at it. And, and you know, you, you all have all the people like, well, you know, he's not going against European defenders, and there's, like, this all, this all this stuff. But either way, guys, stats are still stats. He's still mad, mad scoring right now. So you can say whatever you want, and you can, you can comment saying that he's not going against the best, which, I mean, I, I love MLS, and we're, we're getting there. But, but it's still one of those things that he's still scoring at his, uh, a heightened rate, and you can't deny that. It's 
fucking ridiculous. It's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. I mean, I feel like if we don't keep saying it, we're just going to take it for granted. <laughs> yeah, no, we need to say it because it's stupid, the amount of goals he oh scores. Oh, my God. 17 goals in 19 games? Come just... on. Imagine what he would have done last year. Oh, man. I can't even. If he didn't get injured. Well, uh, Dallas is done and dusted. We've moved on. Fuck Texas. Uh Deep let's never go the back there. Of Texas. And let's hope that uh, that uh, they never, uh, we never meet them in the playoffs and have to play in Texas because Texas is our. It's our raccoon witch this year. <laughs> it's bad. I don't like it. So, guys, uh, stay tuned with us. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we're going to get into our very serious expert pre match lineup graphic review. It's a serious thing, guys. I just wanted you to know. right into it guys yes uh, we are let's go let's talk about uh yo, yo where we at where we at yo where we at yo so uh what's our current rank in the eastern conference uh we are still first <laughs> wow amazing We're still getting super really close to us that makes me really nervous my feelings told me that everything was crashing and we may be in last place after that fc dallas game you so mean it's good. elmo fire emoji so it's good to know that we're still in first place we are but only by three points so yeah. i would like to extend that further by getting another three points today yeah we'll see what happens what the table looks like after this game and the uh, supporter shield fc dallas we did them a big favor Huge favor. And yeah, they are now second behind us, only by a couple points away from uh, from us, which we are 37 points in. Uh, yep. And they have 35 points. Yeah. Not cool. Not cool, man. Not cool. Not cool. And then the CCL race, we are still in the lead. We are at a total of uh, 92 points overall, 37 in the 2018 season. So we're right above uh, New York City FC. We're still doing pretty well on that. And uh, that's what I want to stick with is the fact that we are uh, more than a few points ahead of NYC FC for the CCL. That's birth. good because we're not in the U.S. Open Cup, so that's all we got. Yes. Um, yes. So if we take a, a look at, at the match coming up here, guys, uh, against Philadelphia, um, we actually if you remember we played them. Remember that? Uh, oh, I, I remember distinctly that we played them, but I I couldn't remember. Did was there two red cars? It seems that seems a little much, but I mean it was is that, a shit show. Was that right? Yeah. The in the very beginning of the match, Philadelphia really controlled the game. They were quite, playing quite yeah, well. Yeah, they were us. doing very well. I was getting a little nervous, and uh, yeah, uh, they decided to go completely nuts. Uh, on the referee, um, there were <laughs> and Madujanin will be back this game. He's already 
served his three-game suspension, so he will be back. Yeah, and so and Bedoya as well will be playing. So those two guys, uh, the most se- probably most senior players in the team, ironically uh-huh. got sent off. And so that that game ended up three-one. This is totally different, guys. We're coming into Philadelphia now. Um, they're <laughs> I don't. They kind of want revenge. I mean, unless we game. get another two red cards, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a nine-man uh, versus eleven. You know situation. what? I'd rather I'd rather there be no red cards in this game because that way it can't go either way. With the red card because I, would, I don't I, I would, don't want yeah. red cards. No, no var, please. No yeah, red cards. Yeah, let's not do that. Uh, let's just uh, let's just straight up beat their ass, uh, fair and square. Yeah. So their lead scorer is still Bort Dockel. If you yes, remember coming into the match against Atlanta, he was kind of on a hot streak. Uh, still has five goals. Has it fizzled out? Um, well, he had a couple goals uh, on June 23rd against Vancouver, but he's kind of hot and cold. Yeah. Um, but another player to watch is uh, Ilsenio, who's got four goals and two assists. Yes. Uh, and Andre Blake is uh, still no slouch. Still mad good. No slouch. Still, still mad good. I've gotten um, – got to pull this up here. So you keep talking. I'm going to pull up the stats here for Andre Blake. Yeah, sure. Uh, and one of the other things, guys, the last game – uh, is also a little deceptive. Uh, they went to LAFC, who's just on fire right now, and they got decimated 4-1. Yeah. But they're a different story at home. They only have two losses at home. And uh, ironically to Orlando, I think during Orlando's hot streak maybe, it had to have been because uh, that's the last time they won. Uh, and then also Toronto, somehow they lost to Toronto. Uh, and Ironically, two of the worst teams in MLS right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, but – on the on the road is where they really are, are drab, and you know they yes. only have one win uh, and and six losses on the road. Just really quickly, sorry, uh, back to Andre Blake. Uh, he's got 61 saves this season, uh, five shuts out, five shutouts, and 88 shots. Five shutouts, guys. So. He is basically number third right now Let's in MLS keep him busy. with uh, with uh, how he's performing. He's doing really really well. One thing uh, to note, though, is keep your eye on the center back pairing, uh, which includes McKenzie, uh, which you may know is a 19-year-old. I think they're both 19, but uh, McKenzie. They're both very young. Yeah, McKenzie uh, uh, featured uh, for the U.S. men's national team. Um, They've been playing pretty solid, but I think someone like Joseph and and, uh, the four horsemen can expose them. uh, And uh, I I just think that is probably their weakest point is the youth yeah. Uh, uh, on as you saw, Miles Robinson can have a lapse too. You know. Yeah. Uh, and let's just hope that, that that they have a lapse this time. Yeah. But uh, let's let's go into their stats because it's kind of some pretty impressive stats. They only have 14 goals allowed, which is actually bad. <laughs> the the fewest in the league, which is tied with SKC and FC Dallas. So that's actually a pretty good stat. If you want to want to be honest, they've got the fewest goals allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, they have uh, te- I think 10 less than Atlanta United uh, on 21 goals scored. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, go- yeah, sorry, goal scored. So they've got the least goals in the East, but they also have the fewest goals uh, allowed. They put a lot of shots on target. They don't convert. You want to talk about frustration? You think our fans are frustrated with conversion ratios? Right. Philadelphia has one of the worst. Yeah. Um, so we'll see if that continues against Atlanta United. Other things to watch. Uh, LGP is right now sitting on about uh, six yellows, I think. Is that correct? It would be five. It would be five. Yeah, he's basically if he gets one more, he gets suspended. Yeah, because Larry and Miggy got uh, one of their yellows uh, taken back, rescinded back, uh, um, so to speak. Both of them. Yeah, 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 so to speak, because of good behavior. Uh, LGP is uh, still hasn't gotten good behavior yet. He's working on his behavior. And uh, the other thing, Philadelphia does not play in a midweek game, so we're coming off two days uh, only two days of rest coming in. Right, and they're fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Week fresh. All right, cool. And oh, also, super fun fact: it is. uh, firework night for um, 
Philly right now. So as we saw fire or the people that were in Dallas saw the fireworks after the game, Philly is now having their firework night tonight. So our friend Rev United gets some fireworks at the end of the match. Who's out there? There's actually a bunch of Atlanta United supporters out. Yes. Yeah, so shout out to all of our traveling supporters who were great in Dallas and are a bunch out there as well. But you know what? Philly's going to come into this with this whole mindset of we want revenge from whatever happened to them at the Mercedes-Benz. But what they've got to realize that is Atlanta United is also coming in with this whole mind and mentality that this is our proving ground now. We've got to prove that we should still be on top, that we are on top, and that we are the team to beat. Revenge is a dish best served on uh, Joseph Martinez's foot. Yes. So <laughs> I don't know. Amen how for it. that. I don't care. I um, love it. We did see the the formation. It's the same as it has been the last yep. few matches. Four, it's the two, same three, one they had for Dallas. Yep. All the same guys. Yep. No, nobody being arrested. Nope. Uh, I think. Uh, nobody being arrested. No. Uh, no nobody's arrested. Arrested. <laughs> I don't get what joke you're saying here. I didn't say arrested. I said rested. Oh, rested, not arrested. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I say arrested? Oopsie. Okay. Uh, McCann is on the subs, though, so he's available. He's back. Yeah, so give some reinforcements to Ambrose uh, or or if we need some in the midfield, uh, depending on how the game goes. Robinson is not on the subs list. Interesting. Okay, so Miles traded for McCann. Yep. Okay. And no, this is not because of his performance, guys. No. Rookies make mistakes. That's why, I mean, he's got to play. He's got to make these mistakes. Things yeah. happen. I, I don't Honestly, blame. Honestly, feel like it would have been that way either way. Yeah. He did not. And by the way, he did not score the, uh, he's not responsible, uh, you know, solely responsible for, for both goals. No, so get over it. Yep. Get over it. Shit happens. Uh, so let's get into our score predictions real quick. Sure. If you haven't seen them online or on uh, Twitter, Instagram, wherever, um, I think that's going to be a close game. I'm actually with Kevin, uh, our guest earlier. I think it's going to be 2-1 Atlanta. I am actually pouring uh, pouring myself onto the side of it's going to be a shutout on Atlanta United's side. So I say I, I, I think they're going to have at it. I don't think it's going to be a lot of goals, but I think it's going to be uh, entirely what they say, but it'd be 0-2 but towards Atlanta United, so 2-0 Atlanta. Great. And if we look at Instagram, guys, you guys said uh, Mike uh, Germanart uh, says 3-1 Atlanta. Yep. The local Palazzo said soccer ball plus pizza equals red and black, baby. We so don't know what that means. Gonna win. <laughs> and then uh, Tachi Como 77 says uh, Atlanta 3, Philadelphia 1. Oh, Michael Thornton. Um, I'm going to skip that because he didn't actually say anything. No, he's just trolling us for spelling yes, errors per usual. Is. Uh, ATL Pizza, who's sitting right here next to us, ow, Annabelle. Ow. Uh, is, what? Annabelle. Annabelle. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Annabelle's his pet name. I only get to say that. Sorry, Annabelle. Annabelle, who is sitting here trolling us at the moment, um, says 2-0. Yeah, um, and so over to Facebook, we've got Joey Logan, who says 1-3 Atlanta United, so basically 3-1. Uh, and then on Twitter, uh, Robin, uh, my lovely girl. Who's agreed, sitting across from us right now. Who's sitting across from us. Uh, agreed with me. She said, uh, I'm going to go with Kelly on this one. It's going to be 0-2 Atlanta United. 3-0 uh, Atlanta United says Pope United. CK, good to ow, see you. Ow. And then uh, Keith Filler said he's with Jay, 2-1 Atlanta United. Atlanta Knight says 3 Atlanta, 2 Union. So that's going to be a lot of goals. Yeah, and he's basically said Philly got off a to uh, tough road loss, so he doesn't expect them uh, to be an easy out on their home field. Um, Ed Million said 1-3 in favor of the good guys, us being the good guys. And Ricky Menez, 3-0, shutout with three goals Shut in Philadelphia, oh. in Chester. Chester. My goodness, guys. So, hey, uh, 
We ran out of time, uh, so we didn't do it. We normally do it before the match, but we will go ahead and after the match, we'll get to those lineup graphic we reviews. Will. We haven't because forgot about of, it. We haven't forgotten, and you know what? It's going to be fire. 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 Like emo. Emo with his hands on fire. And we'll see you back after the game, guys. Halftime, Kelly. It doesn't matter. I started drinking before the game started. This is our first. And I needed to obviously drink during that first half. This is our first halftime break. We're not going to get into it, but all you need to know is it's still nil-nil. There was a cock oh block, literally. Literally a cock block. <laughs> I occurred. yelled it out. Yeah, Andre Blake with a cock block. <laughs> Kelly is square, swear screaming across the entire building. It's absolutely amazing. If you're not here, that's your <laughs> fault. You should come to more things we do. Yeah, and we're, what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and get into the uh, super awesome uh, very serious expert very serious. lineup graphic review. We're only this serious. Yeah. We are experts in our fields. And because we didn't record uh, at uh, or during or whatever for the, the Dallas match, we have yeah. their lineup graphic in front of us yes. right now. And it is a red rectangle, kind of a divider that's kind of slashes uh, from left to right um, in like a diagonal. A blending, it's a blending yeah, slash like thing. A yeah, like a dark red, uh, maroon. So, it's more like maroon, right? Yeah, yeah, so like half of the rectangle is fading into a darker color, and then half of the rectangle is also fading into the darker color, but it's like alternating on the – it's it's sort of weird the way it looks. I'm not entirely in love with the way that they divided the background. Yeah, so this is another lineup graphic. As you start to see a trend that uh, some will just have – the entire graphic be the lineup, and then some will do a split 50-50. Yeah, and this one is a split 50-50. Right, and so this one, though, instead of the uh, uh, what they're actually doing is they have the lineup with their faces in circles. Uh-huh, yes. And it's got their uh, uh, jersey number and then uh -huh. a, a forward slash and then their last name. Exactly. Uh, in the formation. But you know what? I'm looking at this graphic right now, and it looks like the, the gold box is smiling. It does kind of look like the penalty uh, box looks like, yeah. It's like it's, a smiling. It looks like a McDonald's smile. It does. It yeah. really does. Yeah. And I'm like looking at the gra the the letter or the wording that they have on it. So like on the side, they've got hashtag FC Dallas versus ATL. And they've got challenge a, a all. A useful hashtag. Go yeah, figure. Yeah, useful hashtag. And then they've got challenge all, which makes no Their sense motto, to me. I guess. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, and then they've got the starting 11 and they have their sponsor, which is by Chick-fil-A. And which is somewhat, I mean, I understand. It's on the right side, right? It's uh, on the right side, yes. 
Uh, Chick-fil-A is, is very large. It's a very large graphic it's of their huge. logo. It's huge. It takes up a third of the, the, the right-hand side. They want to let you know Chick-fil-A Chick is, is obviously sponsoring this. It's a big waste of space, in my opinion. but Huge. And their substitute names are bigger than their starter names, which is also sort of r ridiculous in my mind. But they do They have the important information. They have the teams. They, got they the captain, have the, the, the captain. Yes, they do. They have the date that is taking place, even though to me it looked like a rating. It said 7.4, but I realized that meant July Not perfectly 4th. clear, yeah. Yeah, uh, they said 7 p.m. kickoff. It's obviously at Toyota Stadium. They don't have where you can watch it, but, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Eh, what do you, what do you of, give it? Uh, I'm going to give it, okay, so a mediocre ra like rating is like a three wine bottles, right? So that you would consider that a mediocre rating, right? So this is this is just below mediocre in my mind. So like I'm I'm teetering between a 2.5 and a 3. It's it the the Dish colors it. Okay. 2.5 because the the colors are great, but there's nothing really to this graphic that really like is standing out to me. Yeah, complete waste of space. The big starting letter, stupid. Uh, make the the letters of the names uh, in the actual formation uh, bigger. Uh, and those uh, are your starters. You should. And and, uh, and I give it three pizzas. Okay, so we're pretty much agreeing on that. Very close. As yeah. We always are. Now we're obviously because this is our game week. We're going into the graphics review for Philly. Right, we didn't do one. We didn't uh, do one for uh, the last game. Exactly. I don't know if this the way it was timed or whatever. Well, shows, it was a I whole match, and you and me were both in the supporter section, and, and then we like, traveled soon after yeah, that or something. Like right after. Yeah. So um, I gotta tell you that this, and I know what their inspiration is coming from. It's coming from the Rocky posters. It's kind of cool, and even though it's like not the greatest, I kind of really like it. Well, it's it's almost like a chalkboard uh, in the background, like a chalky. I would blue. consider it more of like a blue, uh, a, like a denim blue jean background. Okay. But then it looks like there's chalk drawn on it. Um, yeah, it does look like there's chalk drawn on it. It's got their starting eleven and sort of like what you see at uh, um, wrestling arenas when they hold up the letters and those little block letters. Yeah. So it's block letters, and then it's got the starting 11 and sort of a graffiti font. And then it says at, like, so I guess or at who they're playing. LA, yeah, LAFC in this LAFC, case is the one yeah. we're looking at. And then all of the players are lined up. In a pyramid, right? In a pyramid, sort of kind of if, as you would see them on the field. Yeah, just layered. And they're... And they're sort of covered over in this almost poster-like... Full body. Yeah. Yeah, like they're just hanging out. Yeah, but it's what... Honestly, if you're looking at a movie poster, you would see Rocky or you would see some sort of hero of the story in this sort of um, graphics or the, the, the layer that they have right now over them, which I think is somewhat nice. It takes up two-thirds uh, on the left side of the graphic. Right. It matches up on the right side, which is kind of a dope version of a half soccer field. Oh, Where it's sure kind of is. snake, uh, uh, which is, you know, part which, of their... I don't understand. Why is well, it a the, snake? Well, the Philadelphia Union goes back to Don't Tread on Me. Oh, uh, uh, okay. okay. The Revolutionary War. Yeah. The, it's, it's tied into some of their other yeah. themes and, okay. and Sons of Ben and other stuff. So it's I didn't got, know that. It's got the snake uh, in the half circle, uh, halfway circle, and it's got their names in huge uh, letters sort of stamped on yeah. uh, to, to that background. As you would consider, like, um, old uh, typewriter fonts. Uh, this graphic it still has the bench at the top, and uh, what it does, though, 
is the way that they line up uh, in their pyramid uh, where they're standing shoulder to shoulder and their arms crossed looking at us, it actually fits one-to-one -one with the formation on the right. So it the does. guy that's at the very top is Sapong, which is written that way on the right-hand side. And it goes all the way down yeah. to, to Blake. And, yeah. uh, and, then a, and then an ad at the bottom saying presented by Acme. Absolutely. Uh, which, okay, right. Uh, doesn't say where uh, the game's being played. Doesn't say or what, what time, time or no. anything like that. Um, it's kind of... Yeah. Weirdly, it's kind of cool to look at. It's it's It goes in line with at least their style that yeah. I see them do. And, uh, for they, sure. They, their social media team actually won an award last year uh, for, for their design they do good and stuff. graphics. I give it... It grew on me. At first, I didn't like it because I was I was like, well, who, who are the players on the left? But you could quickly see... It just takes a little more time, just but you could put it together yeah. who, who each player is, and uh, it's different, and it gives you most of the information... Um, I give your, it the usual penalties, so I'm going to give it four pizzas. You know what? Um, I I it didn't have to grow on me at all. I understood the reference they were trying to make. Philly is known for being a very uh, tough balls town. It's known for being throwing batteries at you in yeah, the stadium. Yeah, for sure. It's also Shitty known fans. as being the home of Rocky. So <laughs> it's like I understood immediately what they were going for. It's a sort of tough grit we're gonna take you on we're gonna kick the shit out of you but does it meet the we criteria for win. a good no. lineup graphic um with all the gra with all the criteria that we've listed before like time and where to watch and all that stuff it doesn't meet it full on but i would say it's it's interesting to look at i think it's complex i'm gonna give it four wine bottles just like you give it four pizzas all right dope so we'll Put those out. We'll tweet them out. Put them on the Instagram. As usual, listeners, you know it. And you can go ahead and give your uh, headphones. How many headphones do you give it as listeners out of five? Yeah, we want to know. And let us know. Uh, I do know some folks already preemptively have sent us some of the FC Dallas ones, and we've retweeted those. And if you send them to us, uh, we'll retweet them. So, we sure yeah. will. And speaking of retweeting, guys, uh, we listen. We're good listeners. We listen, we listen to we listen all back. of you. We, we do all of the we things. We read your tweets and your grams and your Facebooks. I look at them and I like them because yes. I like all of you. We just don't put stuff out there and forget about it. We look at your comments. We appreciate your comments. You might be smug and be like, no, Kelly, you don't. Or, no, Jay, you don't like us. But we do. And we're not doing this just because Annabelle's sitting here in front of us. But he followed our instructions and yeah. decided, you know what? I haven't gotten around to giving an iTunes review. So I, I like this whole uh, lazy way of doing it where it's I can tweet very out lazy at you. And he quote tweeted our last episode's clip out and said, listen to this stupid podcast because it's stupid. But I love it because I'm stupid. But not as stupid as Orlando City's front office. So yeah, upside down smiley. Hashtag iTunes review. Thank you, Annabelle. Now hey, go in iTunes and give us an actual review. That's the deal. Eventually it. you have to go in there. You don't even have to like write it. You can just copy paste, bro. Yeah, for reals. What's the next one, Kelly? The next one is Jonathan Applegate. He says, Jay Riddle and Kelly Francis just got the Orlando podcast. Funny shit. Keep it up. Thank you. Oh, we will. We will keep hey, it Jonathan, up. Hey, Jonathan, we will. But would you Especially do... because we play Orlando again. Exactly. Well, <laughs> I mean. If, so we could do it all over if again. If we won. Yeah. Know, this yeah. much as time, we should just win yeah. even more. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know what, though? As much as you love us and as much as we love you, we would really, 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 really appreciate it if you could go to iTunes and leave us a review. Because even though we know that you love us and you know that we love you, people on the interwebs don't know this. So maybe just it put helps. an iTunes review. We don't know how the iTunes uh, system works. Nobody really does for sure. A lot of people spent, charge a lot of money to think tell, tell you that they think they do. Yeah. But we do know that the more reviews we get, 
the the better we are in rankings. Uh, that's part of it, uh, and uh, that so helps that other people find us. That means the more stuff we can do. That yeah. helps other people find us. So we appreciate it, guys. We appreciate all of you. Drum roll. <laughs> guys, we're officially, officially announcing. We finally have an official sponsor. We have a sponsor. Official sponsor. Somebody likes us enough to care. ATO Beer Bus. Atlanta Beer yes, Bus. Yes, Atlanta Beer Bus. You may remember uh, Atlanta Beer Bus. We talked about them yeah, uh, at the first Orlando game. Yes. Okay, so they're literally the o- Atlanta's only hop-on-hop-off hop hop brewery bus shuttle service, which is sort of insane when you think about it. Right, and it's insane to, for Kelly to try and say, which is even better. Yeah, because and, of the twister. <laughs> and what it does is, guys, is this beer bus uh, you know, was created because, listen, nobody likes to drink and find uh, a buddy that's going to have to take the hit and not drink at the next brewery or, or Uber from mo- place to or, place or spend money on Uber uh, insane amount to go from place to place it's spread out here it's in insane. Atlanta it's spread out guys and uh, and you definitely did not want to be driving while drinking no. to all these different places and if you're interested in some of these places instead of you having to worry about and find them on the map and where to go and doing ways and all this sort of stuff well guess what Atlanta Beer Bus has you covered, guys. They ride between out. seven breweries, one, one cidery, one distillery, and even a Marta station for only $15 only for the $15, day. Only $15, guys. For the and day. And not even this, this, guys. Unrelegated listeners, you're, you guys, right now, you guys get $5 off daily passes with the promo code UNREL, which is U-N-R-E-L. You get freaking $5 off. Guys, that's a third off the day. The offer is good for Fridays and Sundays, okay? You can't use a bunch of them. You can only use it's one, only one, one person. for I mean, that weekend, that's okay? Not so silly. you can't hit them up Friday and then that same Saturday that weekend. So pick a day, go with the user code, yeah. uh, show up. Uh, you pay for your ticket online. Yeah. You get your uh, third discount, 33% yeah, discount. It, I mean, let's guys, let's be honest. It can't be combined with any other offers. Let's just, this is how it goes, okay? But that's, that's a third off, guys. It's still a third off. Third off. So again, guys, Atlanta Beer Bus, that's ATL Beer Bus, Atlanta's only, only hop-on and hop-off brewery shuttle service. We know these guys. We wouldn't, yeah. They wouldn't be a sponsor of ours if we didn't think they were guys. dope, if we didn't think they did a great job, if people Absolutely. weren't satisfied with what they do. And did we mention they have people on the buses giving information. Beer nerds. Beer nerds. Beer nerds. Official beer nerds that are giving all you all the information Who you need to know want a beer nerd? about the beer, the distillery, what's being served there, so you don't have to waste your time when you no. get there and talk to some knucklehead. Yeah. You could just get off the bus and start drinking. Look, as a girl, I'm just going go to go the, to the beer bus just to meet the beer nerds so I can just date the beer nerds because if I know a man that knows his beer, then who else do I need to date? I honestly don't know what you're waiting honestly. for. You need to hit the pause right? button. You need to go to atlantabeerbus.com or you can find them at ATL Beer Bus on Instagram, Instagram Twitter, and Facebook. Guys, Type in the code UNREL, U-N-R-E-L, get your $5 off, and hit pick a, pick a Friday or Sunday to go do a tour. Guys, Atlanta Beer Bus, create your own beer adventure. Woo! All right, guys. Well, we'll be right back. The game's about to kick off again. We'll catch you on the other side. Thanks for hanging in with us. Oh, ow! Ah! 
and we're back, people. We're back, and I'm super proud of Jay. <laughs> You're a liar. liar. You do so much work during the match, and I do none of it. it. Like, I write a few lines to try and remember what the heck just happened. Because I, I don't have the gift of, of watching a game and absorbing every minute by play. Like, some people can be like, oh, I do recall in the 53rd minute, like, immediately after the match. I and don't, I'm like, I don't understand. I don't remember. How you're enjoying the game if you're, like, statistically absorbing it that way. You know, I don't remember exactly what minute everything happens, but I do remember the basic overall play of what happened. So I can't I can't say per minute, but I say that I, I don't really know. Well, you at least know what the score was, right? Right, because I got it right. <laughs> That's right. Because d- despite yeah. what everybody thinks, I, I know soccer and yep. football, or uh, you know, whatever you want to call it. But it basically, I said it was going to be 2 0 because I felt like we would get some goals, but I didn't feel like we'd get a lot. And I knew that our defensive mindset would be set. It would be absolutely set on absolutely no goals today. I just assumed Philly would be so terribly offensively, like they have been, that, that it didn't, wouldn't matter if our defense was good or not. <laughs> but and I, they still tested us. I still thought they we would. They really let one tested in. us, yeah. though. I mean, we knew that they were going to come out and they were going to pressure us. We knew that they were basically going to play the same sort of formation, the same style that they were going to come out with us at the original match when they got the two rep cards. We knew that the, that's exactly what they were going to do so we could pre. as as much as I like to say pregame, because we all know what pregame means in most generalities, we could all we could all pregame this and be like, oh, they're going to come out, they're going to pressure us, they're going to try and get us on our back foot, and it, it didn't work this time, and I'm glad. We got, I would say, lucky in some respects. I mean, they we did. We they, sure got lucky. We had some great saves from Guzan. We sure did. But at the same pal. time, you know, Blake is a beast. I'll give him that. Andre. And he had some amazing. Uh, I just don't know how, why you're so excited about him. I love uh, Andre. You wouldn't be if we lost the game and he had like 30 saves. Actually, I would. So you'd come on here and be like, Andre is amazing, and Andre's I a love great Andre, goalkeeper, and uh, good for them for beating us. Yeah. <laughs> I do not believe you for a fucking second. You would be fucking pissed because you'd be like I that motherfucker. I would be so Why mad can't Andre save the game. Yeah. Look, Andre got a lot of great saves, too. Let's not deny it. Goose had great saves. Great. Andre and had great saves. I will compliment saves. him all the this time. This was almost a game when of the we goalkeepers. Win the game. When we was win the game. Was it not? And he, yes, he did a great job losing. Great job, Andre Blake. Uh, <laughs> but, yes, he, he had some saves. So we could add some uh, some goals as well. Barco had some chances that I think he want, who would want back. Yeah. But I will say Andre had the best save of the night, which was the cock block. <laughs> Yes, right before me, the end of the half. That was the best save. Right before the end of the he half. He put his body on the line. He knew what he was getting himself into. That's dedication. I don't think he knew the soccer ball was in his penis. I don't think that was what he knew he was going to happen. But you know, either way, that's <laughs> dedication. Yeah, he's uh, he was down for a little bit for that one. Joseph was kind enough to help him up. A little bit, a little uh, bit. And, yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, we. I was very nervous about uh, our left side because Asenio was just burning Ambrose. He just looked out of gas. Uh, I s- Ambrose was struggling. They were yeah. whipping balls in, and Cena was whipping balls in. They were very dangerous. Mikey, Luckily, they just couldn't get uh, get on him. Luckily, Sapong is terrible, even though yeah. he was causing some trouble in the first half. And then Sapong got faded. out. He yes. faded. He did. Faded away as the match went on. And luckily, we all knew Mikey was running out of gas. We we all knew this. And luckily, Tata also saw that as well and subbed in McCann. McCann, yeah. and that's when we started taking action. And I loved it. Uh, yeah, it's just so funny after not seeing him for some time to see him. 
uh, get a ball where Miggy uh, uh, leads him on the left side and, and kind of gives him a through ball to go run onto. And he just, even no matter, even though I could tell he's running faster than the defender, it looks like he's still jogging compared to how <laughs> Mikey Ambrose runs. It's just weird. Uh, he's just chill, man. So even like as soon as Miggy hit the ball, he started running. I just laughed. I was like, I miss, I, I do miss McCann. He's uh, he's a good guy. Uh, so yeah, we were fine. Uh, um, we we started to grow into the game later. We started off. Dead. We only had um, like uh, like forty some percent possession. Uh, this this game, was not a game that we, uh, which is not unusual on the road for us. No, it's not uh, unusual. This game normally most games that we win on the road are won in the second half, and they're won after we um, we accept the we we soak up the pressure. The pressure Thank you. We absorb the, the pressure. Yeah. We get the counter, and then we start attacking. And it's not until maybe the last 20 to 25 minutes of the game that we fully start attacking them which is what you can see for this game the last 25 minutes of this game we fully we let it out all out and that's where we got our two goals from and i'd say there are a few game changers that are things that maybe would be overlooked that help keep us in this game like early on in the first half parky uh specifically went after a player after he was beat and yeah, you can tell he just went to take him out because otherwise he was going to get beat and otherwise it would have been, been uh, wide open to run all the way to the that's goal. That's a professional foul. We, uh, took he, the yellow. He, very smart. Uh, shook his head probably because he, he – not because he took the guy down, but because he had to. He and, had to. And get the yellow. Uh, and that was a great play. Uh, I just think it wasn't our greatest game, but this is a good sign that we can play – Mentally. Just, just – consistently yes even if a few players aren't playing their best and we're coming off a couple days of rest I want to go ahead and uh, break down very quickly the two goals and then we're gonna bring in a couple of our listeners yeah. to join us uh, I mean for Mickey yet again Mickey yet again drawing a penalty I mean how many times does he get taken down in the box well there's okay for for all, all people that watch that I mean, almost everybody here was screaming red card. But what we saw was that there was a defender nearby, and that was only warranted to a yellow. So we both agreed that, that it was a yellow, correct? Yeah, I was fine with the yellow after. You could yeah. see after the replay you that, see there, that was there was a defender, defender there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, if there's not a defender there, that's a red card, and Andre Blake lows. Like, that's what it is. So, once again, Miggy drawing the foul off of a break that he got. I can't remember who sent him the pass, but... Basically, Miggy was on a break, and the only way to stop him is to get in front of him, and that's what Andre Blake decided to do. So that was that was I a professional the, foul from Andre Blake, and he knew what uh, he was doing. I think that this is what we talked about before the game. I was hoping that the inexperience of the center backs, regardless of how athletic and they there. are and, showed and there. raw talent they have, yeah. that our guys could break them down. Mickey uh, was past them all night. Especially on the break, which we know that we can do that to most any defense. And uh, Miggy was still limping at, like, pretty much as Joseph took the penalty. Yeah, he Did was. a stutter step thing. Made uh, Andre Blake, one of the best keepers in the league, made yeah. him uh, juke right. And Joseph, uh, I'm sorry, juke, uh, juke to juke Blake's to the, right. So, to yeah. Blake's right. So uh, technically, to Joseph's left. And yeah. so Joseph put it uh, to, uh, in the right of the goal. So You know, I actually didn't watch that goal. I was so nervous as to whether, because I've been watching so much World Cup that like. What are you talking about? You didn't watch the penalty kick? I couldn't. I've watched so much what World Cup with, with people not making penalties. What were you doing? That like I was terrified. What were you doing during the PK? Uh, my head was down. My ears were open. I wasn't clogging my ears, so it's not like I didn't so want to like hear Jürgen it. So you're like Jurgen Klopp. You can't stand to watch a penalty kick. I I could not. Okay. I couldn't. 
He, I could not. She turned and looked at the other fans, I, like no. Jurgen Klopp, I to looked at judge my shoes. their faces to see what would happen. I looked at my shoes. Okay. Look, I, I believed in Joseph. I, I knew in my heart he was going to make it in, but I just couldn't watch it. I yeah. could not watch it. She the World Cup has ruined me. She was sending beliefs to her through her shoes. Uh, the, the second, They're great shoes. The second goal was goal yes, of the everybody week. Everybody looks at my shoes right now. They are great shoes. Goal of the week, people. Tito, yet again, of course, was this like second time in four games or something? Yeah. Uh, Barco passes, simple pass to Miggy. Miggy's got his back to goal, turns around, gives it to Joseph, also kind of his back to the goal, spins, sort of uh, shovels it uh, back left to, uh, uh, to his left to Miggy again. Miggy's Miggy running, shots. about to Miggy's get blocked shot. off by Andre Blake, and then splices the two defenders by hitting it across the box to Tito. No, who hits not it even. An open not net. even, no. No, Miggy took the shot. Tito? No. No. Miggy took the shot. Uh, don't tell me no. I I saw Mickey take the shot. Uh, no. That. Yeah. Tito. Guys, I don't know what you guys have been looking at. I saw Mickey taking the shot and Andre Blake punching it out and uh, Tito being there. No. That's that why I kept saying finish your a, runs. That must have been a different different play. Yeah. This is goal of the week. I'm telling you, it was amazing. There were like six passes in the play, uh, in the lead up to it. It was phenomenal, and uh, I'm sorry that you missed it because it was probably the best best goal of the week so far. Unless somebody blows it away later tonight. Watching right as now, we're recording. Joseph out to Miggy. Miggy, oh, damn. So I'm not sure what you were watching. Were you looking at your shoes? <laughs> <laughs> That was a good burn, Jay. That was a good Woo! burn. But yeah, all three of us are crazy as we're that taking notes. That was a good burn. She was gonna die on that hill, bro. She was gonna die. I swear, on that hill. I swear, Andre had a hand oh, on that. But my okay, goodness. no. Look, honestly, I will, I will acknowledge my fault. Absolutely. You, I will I'm, acknowledge I just it. feel bad that you missed the whole uh, sequence. I didn't miss it. I saw it. I just thought Andre got a hand on it. Okay. All right. Well, glad we cleared that up for the listeners who all know. Already know what happened as yeah. they listen to this. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> Guys, that is really pretty, and that will be the goal of the week. Let's bring in our guest here. We have uh, Akil back with us and Annabal, who joined us a couple weeks ago. Yes, sir. Uh, hello, thanks hello. for coming back, guys. What would you think, uh, Akil, what would you think of the, the match? I, I just think it was a gutsy team win. I mean, I think they, they had to dig and uh, find themselves in the second half, make, make it happen. And yeah. – um, you know, look at their shoes a little bit. Mm -hmm. Find themselves. Find belief. Find belief in their shoes. Believe in, in your their shoes. cleats. Believe in your shoes. And I'm find out who gift. they're going to be. Instead of believing your dreams, and that guy with a rainbow is believing your shoes. <laughs> make, it'll make no sense, just like that Orlando uh, gift or video they did. Sorry, Kelly. I, I, I had to go there. Annabelle, what would th you think? Whatever. It's fine. Um, first of all, I want to say Kelly does have amazing shoes on. I have so great I, shoes I on. Fabulous. Say, yeah. They go great with her. You know outfit. what? They are sporty, like sporty. Why spice. do you think I'm taking a? Di I haven't said anything. I'm agreeing. Yeah. No. Just agreeing. Just because you're salty from making that I'm mistake super a second salty. ago. Okay. Look, I admitted I made the mistake. <laughs> okay. We, we can all joke about Kelly. But she was absolutely no, right joking. about making that second run. We're not joking. I will say. No, no, no. You got to make that second you run. You finish your runs. If Tito didn't finish that run, there's no goal. Listen, no. Kelly. to be fair, the Listen. TVs are small here. Yeah. So. Thank you. They need to improve that. It's kind of hard to see. Yeah. Oh, what almost felt like 50 feet away. Yeah. So one thing about Rocky Mountain Pizza, if you do sit outdoors, 
Uh, they need to improve their layout a little bit because they have like these plastic over the TVs. Yeah, and there's uh, they glare could, they could all maybe over the just place. get rid of all of those TVs and put up one big projection one screen. One huge screen and you'd be um, fine. The food yeah. is great. Yeah. Everything else about this. Oh, look the fireworks, guys. Uh, inside, I could see the TVs fine inside when we were inside for our pilot episode. Uh, but outside is a little difficult unless you're right up on the television. So, yeah. uh, But every place kind of has a, a quirk, and, and yeah. that's their quirk here. It's uh, still, it's still a cool atmosphere. I'm looking at my shoes right now. I'm sent, I believe in you as I'm talking to my shoes. I believe in you. So I'm sending I believe in my so shoes, hard. too. I'm sending signals. They yeah. are white on white and fresh as hell. <laughs> Is there, is there anything that stuck out to you guys Fresh. this game that uh, either pissed you off or, you know, obviously in a win, it's it's easy to look at all the positives, but is there anything that you could take away that you think we need to improve on, or is it just all good at this point? Who cares? Just just move on. You go. Uh, Mikey Ambrose. Yeah. He just did not look good. He struggled a little bit. He They were going after him all second half. I think they figured that out in the second yeah. half. They were really uh, a senior specialist. I'm mad that it took them the whole <laughs> The whole first yeah. happened. Yeah, they saw and something. Oh my god! I mean, really? The second half to figure that out. Right. We all knew it. it. So yeah, there were a lot of dangerous balls put in there. Yeah. Um, I mean, even the first I, half, he, he didn't look tired, look solid. to be honest. Right. And Asenio is just a speed demon, anyways, mm. and very tricky player. But he was, yeah. he was getting burnt by Bedoya too, and he's yeah. not that yeah. fast and anymore. Yeah, Asenio so uh, has uh, what four goals and you know, or, or two goals, four assists, something like that. He's got, Can we also talk about how Bedoya was extremely harsh on Barco tonight, and there were there were no calls. Yeah, but Doya got away with one, I think. Uh, with one against Miggy, oh. against oh. Miggy. Yeah, he ran like where, twenty yards where, to bump him. He got mad that Miggy right. got the ball from him, and then he that looked down. Glaring. He looked down away from the ball at the back of his leg, kicked Miggy's leg, and and got nothing for it. And mm-hmm. then a play that he was not even involved in, where there was a foul. Uh, one of his players was down. Yeah, but Doya ran like thirty yards. He ran right. across the Straight. field after, to get into the referee's the face. United, no, he didn't get the referee. No, was he the ref? The ref no. wasn't even there. Atlanta United players were walking away. There was no issue. And he tried to make something out of it and run after the guy while our players' backs are turned right. and get in their face. And the ref just let it play on. So I just think Bedoya, I mean, got away with one. He should have had at least a yellow. He's so trash. I hate Bedoya. I don't care. I hope he never gets back to the national team, which he won't no, because he won't. he's trash. No he should retire. He only cares about money. I just, I just don't care about this guy. I think he should go away. How, how do you really feel? I mean, it's yeah, a, be honest, Jay. It's a, be honest with all of us. It's unfortunate that he wears the captain's this armband the, for that team. Maybe that's part of the problem with this their culture. This is the unrelegated there. coin. Yeah. Kelly and Andre Blake. Yeah. The other side is Jay. Yeah. And Bedoya. And Bedoya. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. no I mean, in between. Seeing, there's no in between. There's there. no in between. I mean, yes. Kelly loves Andre. Yes. Yeah. I do love Jay Andre. I'm not gonna lie. She was yelling during Ollie. the game, like cheering on his saves yeah. during the game. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's I was not. You were like, that's like Andre, baby. I was. That's. Oh. That's Andre. Yeah. And I was like, uh, can I finish? Uh, excuse me. Can I finish? <laughs> excuse me. I was yelling towards our players, telling them that that's Andre. If you want to win this game, you've got to beat that. Yeah. Well, why didn't you say that? Well, to be fair, she kept looking at her shoes and she wrote Andre Blake on her shoes. <laughs> yeah. So she was yeah. just reading her shoes. Yeah. 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 Believe in your believe just in your shoes. Fine, fine shoes. That's a true story. It is. <laughs> Other than Ambrose and, and Bedoya being a jerk as usual, which is nothing new. Um, uh, Sapong, I mean, he didn't have a great game. Uh, luckily, he did cause some trouble early on, though. He on did. some set pieces and things like that. And we are like the second worst or third worst, something like that, at set pieces or giving away set pieces. So I was getting nervous when we were giving away all these corner kicks in the first half. Uh, and then in the second half, we were they had a couple uh, uh, as well, and they were pressuring us, uh, uh, and it, it just looked like 
this was a game that either was going to be a draw or may not go our way uh, until Miggy's break. Um, any other takes from this game, guys? I'm yeah. leaving the floor open for, you, leading his shoes. for you. I, I well, let me let me see what let me see what my shoes tell me. <laughs> what um, do your shoes tell you? Shoes, aka my Twitter. shoes say. So I was actually just looking up stats for the game. Oh, okay. Uh, the interesting thing, although I don't think Philly got enough yellow cards, is 17 fouls for Philly, seven for Atlanta United. Yeah, bro, 17, 17? fouls and like two and yellow they cards. Right. I can't believe no there sense. weren't more yellow can't cards. There, I can't believe there wasn't a red that's card, crazy. bro. That's, that's so stupid. Yo, we MLS, bro. You gotta fix this. You gotta protect the the star players the in MLS, that, man. The fact that they didn't broken. get more oh, yeah. yellow cards Bar- against Barco Bar- Bar- was like Barco? sixteen Thank of you. them. Yeah, Barco yeah. was sixteen you. of the f- when seventeen. They, when is this league gonna protect Barco, man? Yeah. They're not. I mean, he's the golden boy, right? And we got we yeah. paid fifteen million. He's for the fifty him. million right. golden boy. Yo, protect, protect your him, investment man. MLS. It's a right. single entity. We're all on the same team. Exactly. Take care of your boat. That's right. Oh my god! You wanna you wanna you wanna sail around on a yacht at Cannes? You gotta make sure that the boat is clean, bro. Yo, bro. There you go. Yo, bro. Yeah. Clean that boat, bro. Clean the boat, bro. Buy the dock. Protect it. All right, guys. So we're gonna look ahead uh, real quick. Uh, any other last words on the match that you'd like to give us before we let you go? No, no. Just good a win. T- I'm good. Good road just, Thank you. Just, thank you for yeah. coming by, man. Just a yeah, twirl of the mustache. Uh, yes. Thank you, uh, Annabelle, for the ATL pizza stickers. Oh, yes. Uh, where can they check out your uh, stuff? Uh, on Instagram, ATL pizza. On Twitter. I don't really have that much of a following on Twitter, but let's help with that. We're going to change the no. Yeah, uh, ATL pizza underscore. I'm trying okay. to get ATL pizza, but. That's yeah, rough. I got I to gotta hit a People Twitter. sit on that yeah, stuff. Yeah, people sit Akil, on where can we find you? Uh, on Twitter at Five Stripes Forever. That's the number we five. We do know it's a number five. Number, number five. five, Five Stripes Forever. True story. True story. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming to Thank hang you out. Guys. We love you. Thank you. And love thanks you. for listening. Love you guys too. Hugs and kisses. Kisses and hugs. <laughs> they like my shoes. I like them. So, coming up, we have a quick look. Uh, Dude. Okay. So the next match is a huge one for us, and it's not necessarily about about the team we're playing. Right. It's about what what we're coming after. Okay. And that's the biggest part is because we are the game. I'm on, I'm on bended knee. I'm listening. What is I'm, – I'm excited. You're getting me ramped up. What the, is, next, the next home game we have, the next game we play is July 15th. The World Cup final. Which is after the World Cup final, which means that the whole spotlight is going to be on us. That means that everybody that just tuned in to watch the World Cup final is going to be there on Fox. No pressure. Tune in to Atlanta United to watch us play Seattle. And – as, as they probably thought when they were setting up the schedule for us that they thought Seattle was going to be good this year. They haven't turned out that way. Now it's up to us, Atlanta United, to show our capabilities and how good we are and how great we are on the attack and how entertaining we are to watch and how great we are, are as an example to MLS to draw people in to want to watch us. That's why they put us there. This game is huge in my eyes in viewership and representation of MLS and about what we can do as a franchise. That's my spiel. I'm out. <laughs> drop the Don't drop it. But I'm not going to drop the mic. Yeah, the, but we don't have an extra one. That's no. what this is. <laughs> uh, you're right. And uh, right now as we speak, it's the fourth minute of extra time in the New England-Seattle Sounders match. It is nil-nil. Uh, Guessing it may end that way, in which case the Seattle Sounders, I believe, would still stay in third to last place in the table as of we're recording. Now, there are like three or four 
matches after uh, this recording. Right. Uh, so that may adjust a little bit. But right now, as it looks, Seattle is still really bad. That's crazy. Uh, but, I mean, that's an important point for them on the road against the New England, who has been traditionally uh, crushing people at home, uh, yeah, uh, hitting absolutely. far above their weight, in my opinion. And if we look ahead to Seattle, um, they are third to last in the Western Conference, uh, and their lead score is who cares because they're terrible, and uh, we're not even going to break this team down that much, <laughs> to be quite honest. That's how bad they Dude, are, Dude, Joseph Martinez has more goals than their entire team. That's right. They have 15 goals scored. Uh, that is three less than Joseph, Joseph Martinez because he now has 18. Yeah, he's 18. 18 goals. 18 goals and in 20 games. Pathetic. Uh, keep an eye out for Ladero. He is a threat. Uh, yes, he And, is. of course, uh, Steve Fry, who stood up big in the last week's game for them. Uh, yes, he is. Kelly, I made fun of Kelly for t putting Fry into a top goalkeeper spot because of just how terrible their team is. But he's still a nope. good goalkeeper. And he's a he, great uh, goalkeeper. Made some, he, he made some great stops and kept Seattle in the game uh, that they had last week. Uh, so he is a, a guy. He's got great stats this year, guys. Don't guy, sleep on him. If he turns up big, uh, you know, he can be frustrating. Um, you know, Seattle has four wins and a draw uh, now. Um, so two, uh, one and two. Um, two on the, or I'm sorry, two, I'm sorry. They only have four wins total. Two on the road, two at home. And I'm sorry, I, did, I misread that because I just could not believe it. <laughs> and then the two wins on the road were against Toronto and Colorado, which are arguably two of the worst teams in MLS. Um, and yeah. Which is crazy when you think about Toronto. That's sort of, it's crazy yeah. to me. And, uh, and they were completely embarrassed up or about to be embarrassed in Minnesota until Minnesota's defense fell apart and Calvo missed a header uh, opportunity uh, to clear a ball and uh, Toronto almost came back to beat Minnesota <laughs> but sure, but still lost uh, against Minnesota last week uh, Joseph's uh, Instagram story uh, they're all chill in the locker room they're all like basically in his and they're just Joseph's like rubbing his chest going and hey, Mickey's in his underwear hey, go check out yes uh, him and they <laughs> their, are happy their Instagram story they're just they're laughing it up bro uh, at, after straight up uh, destroying Philadelphia in a huge revenge game that's a huge revenge game for us and it was a revenge game for them but it was also a revenge game for us it was a proving ground game for us we had to win this game that is three points out of two road matches uh, we retain our record of the best uh Record on the on the road, uh, with eight uh, wins. Yeah, on the road. Yeah, which is very We've good. We've only lost two on the road. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty fucking incredible. And we're incredible. gonna roll into this Seattle game, guys. Uh, it is a World Cup game, which meet final, which means that the Benz is open. If you have a ticket to the game, yes, you can get this get early. There early. They're opening as early as 10 a.m. Even the Seattle. No, 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 no. Even the Seattle. They're no, open, they're oh, opening earlier. The the actual final is at 10 a.m. I'm so sorry. The finals earlier. at 10. They're open earlier than that. Uh, and the uh, the even the Seattle Sounders supporters group is rolling in uh, to catch out the game. The game is at 11 or 10. Hold on, we got to figure out these times. I because think we should stop yelling out yeah. times. When we don't know what the fuck my, we're talking my about. My understanding Maybe was we that it was 10 a.m., <laughs> which is what Fox Sports <sighs> said today. <sighs> amateurs. Uh, either way, get there early, uh, as Just early as they the open the gates. Don't listen to us. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Go to the website, and you'll figure it out. It's yeah. all good. Anibal takes a – he's probably the slowest person to look up information. That's okay. On the fa <laughs> hey, Jay, either way. Every, every time we – Suck a titty. Every, every time he's like, I got this, I'm looking it up, and then four minutes later I look over, and he's like, I still, I'm still looking Jay. it up. I'm still Jay. looking it up, bro. Just a minute. It'll just be a Jay. minute. Oh, my God. Jay. Yeah. Did you figure it out? No, 
No. Yeah, see? Jay, <laughs> you're fired. Our our listeners fired. will listen. Our listeners will figure it out. But look, if you're listening to this and you want to hang out with us at the stadium, we're gonna be bar hopping with a bunch of people. So we're gonna be bar hopping with about uh, with uh, Josh from Mouse of the South, Josh Bagrianski. We're gonna be bar hopping with Kevin and Tim from Home Before Dark. Oh, okay. Are they? Oh, are they in on it? I'm pushing them into <laughs> okay. yeah. You're welcome. I haven't even planned this yet. I just uh, I, it was a thing between it, it was with Josh so, initially, but Josh, you, me, Tim, Kevin, and then whoever we can force into do bar hopping with us. Okay, what is it? Oh no, I'm out for the bar. Oh, he's Annabelle's also going to be bar hopping with us. Um, I'm assuming Akilah is too. Yes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Maybe not. My daughter's going to be with me. Nah, she can go bar hopping. She can go bar hopping. She can just drink soda. How old is your daughter? 17. 17. She can just drink soda. I won't give her alcohol at all. She'll drink soda. You're welcome. Um, But either way, come to the Benz early, as early as they open the gates. My understanding from everything that I've seen with the World Cup is that the game's going to be at 10 a.m. That's my understanding from that game. But either way, whatever time the game is, look and see when the Benz is going to be opening up. Get there as soon as you can. There's going to be a crap ton of people there. There's going to be a bunch yeah, of people. Yeah, this is open because it's full 70, stadium. The 300 70, levels 000. are opened up. Yeah. The, the, and then after that, they're doing – did they open up or the, uh, one more after that? Uh, I know there's – It's Real Salt Lake next, Yes. I still think it's D.C., and then I also think it's Chicago, which is our last home game. I, I didn't know they added two more. Wow. I thought it was just one. There's five this season that's opened up to 70. D- oh, we already did D.C. That's what the problem we is. We did D.C. Why are we talking about D.C.? I'm talking about in the future. Like, what's the, next? Okay, and so D.C., Real Orlando, Salt Lake, Real, Real Salt, Salt Lake, Lake, Seattle. Just the, No, just the 70,000. Real Salt Lake and Chicago. Boom. And Seattle. I, I know. I'm saying a, I was saying so after five. Seattle. After oh Seattle, God. yes. <laughs> Sorry. We all saw Lake in Chicago. Yes, oh. you're right. <laughs> I'm ignoring everything you're saying. I know Jen. this. This is we talked about this with Annabelle earlier. All right. So uh We did not. And then you, do but then you come back and you tell me, uh uh never mind. I was I've completely lost track of where I'm going. Uh, still have no idea when the World Cup final is, still have no idea That's what's okay. happening. We don't know what's going on. Don't listen to anything you're saying we're saying on this podcast. Please just plug your ears, go to the Atlanta United website, go look up, up all this information because we are probably wrong and we will probably end up sending you somewhere where you're not supposed to go because we are unrelegated and that is our brand. But hey, <laughs> soccer rings, let's move on to our next segment. Atlanta United 2 is uh, playing Bethlehem Steel, which is where Yosef came from, uh, which is where he was tra- transferred from, on Wednesday, July 11th at 7 p.m. at Cool Ray. So. If you want to be at a game in person for Atlanta United 2, that's the game to go this to. This is a cool one to do because Yosef, it is Yosef's old team. Yeah, and, it's uh, his old team. And this is a team I think we could get some points against, so it should be uh, a fun one. Yeah, Yosef's uh, great. And then both of our Georgia-based NPSL teams are playoff-bound. Atlanta Silverbacks, congratulations uh, to them and Georgia Revolution who have secured playoff spots sometime after this podcast is recorded, we'll know exactly when uh, their games are. You can find that information on uh, the NPSL website, uh, or you can check it out. Uh, I'm sure they'll post it at ATL Silverbacks on Twitter or at GA underscore Revolution on Twitter. 
or at their various websites such as AtlantisilverbacksFC.com or GeorgiaRevolutionFC.com. So uh, check it out, and uh, yeah, what's let, up? Let the record show that I was right about the watch party that the final of the World Cup starts at 11 a.m. Okay, and, and they the open doors at open at 10. I said t- they open at 10. I, I Yeah. Yeah. So, Kelly, stop reading your shoes because you're wrong. But we were wrong Thank about the you. Tito goal. We're, we don't know what we're we talking about. Kelly's on a rampage today. She don't give a fuck. <laughs> Why are you looking like that? Why Andre you- Blake had a great game. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Oh man! Tito still went through with his run like I yelled at him across the screen. Well, that's shut the nub up. I'm just glad you were watching that. Finish one. your runs. <laughs> We'd like to thank our sponsors, uh, Dave Williamson, Dave W Photography. Uh, Dave's been a photographer for Atlanta Silverbacks and takes wonderful pictures at uh, home matches of Atlanta United for us, and does also uh, volunteers with soccer in the streets. Check him out in his portfolio at DaveWilliamsonPhotography.com. And then you got Mark. The agency, which is for design. It's Don Mock. He's amazing. We've been working with so... Mock is the best. Dude, we've been working with him so exclusively right now. We've got so much stuff coming up. You have no idea. It's going to look so sick. We've got to get this stuff out. We're going to get going. Oh, my God, guys. I cannot cannot wait. He and the whole Mock agency are, are creative advertising, graphic design, and digital studio on 14th Street. If anybody needs branding, packaging, graphic design, or website work... They are literally the shop for you. Creativity is their speciality. You can find them at www.mocktheagency.com. Mocktheagency.com. <laughs> You're welcome. It's tongue twisters right now. I can't do it, guys. I am so hyped. I'm so emotional. Forget all you guys. I love our team, but Andre Blake had a night, guys. Do we have uh, any iTunes reviews? Because could someone review Kelly's review of Andre Blake on iTunes? We do not have any iTunes reviews. Freaking no? make iTunes reviews. Where are the iTunes reviews? I don't Guys, understand. We know you listen to us. Annabelle gave us one on Twitter. Here, we just need to migrate that over. Here's how simple it is. Go on to your 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 whatever it is that you listen to us to. If it's not iTunes, go to iTunes, because that makes us easier. <laughs> and then just simply click review. And then write whatever you want, whether it's good or bad. And you know what? If it's bad, I'll read it because I don't care. I'm shit anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there is some there is some uh, psychological baggage <laughs> happening right now. I don't know what just dumped on. But if you write a crappy review, I expect a five star with it. So that being said, I love you all. Please write an iTunes review. That's what weirdly that's what metrics go off of. It's kind of crazy. And nobody with Kelly's shoes is shit. So that that can't happen. Thank you, Jay. Uh, you can uh, find us uh, collectively. Aww. At Unreal ATL on all the social medias and UnrealATL.com. Where, Where can they find you, Kelly? They can find me at the Kelly Francis on all the social medias. That's that's uh, Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat because I'm a person. Yeah, she does all the things. I, I do all the things. I do a lot of things, but it's easier just to find me on Twitter. It's J-A-Y underscore Riddle. I tweet a lot of things and a lot of gifts and all of that stuff, so you can follow me there. Uh, we just want to thank you guys so much for listening. And, uh, yeah. You're all incredible. We'll catch you next time.
tell you this right now, and I know that every every story. Can I go ahead and skip this? Can we go ahead and skip the recap? Because I don't want to continue on Dallas. Wow. Okay. Uh. Well, I wasn't finished. Okay, finish then. <laughs> That's what she said. Well, I was, well, Sorry. no. Let's just go. Let's fuck it. No, no, let's no, go. no. No, no, no. Let's go to the next thing. What's next? No, but do you want to say anything else about Dallas? I mean, it. it uh, go ahead. Go ahead. What do you What do you want to talk about? Joseph looked great. Great. <laughs> Joseph looks great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was gonna do a, a, a segue into Philly, but I didn't know how long we were gonna. Well, we have a bunch of stuff between then and Philadelphia in the notes, so. Oh, I wasn't looking at the notes. Obviously, oh. yeah, it's my fault. You're gonna edit all this out. I'm gonna have to <laughs> okay. because I don't know what just happened. Okay. We were on a roll, and I was just about to go in to talk about the fan splaining. What fan splaining? Oh my god, this is like this is where the whole. <laughs> Merging notes. I haven't been able to read through this. I thought you had them right in front of you. 